0: Welcome to Nimmin Live, the number one place on the internet to learn about YouTube, network with other content creators and have an awesome time doing it. My name is Nick, and today I'm answering your YouTube questions. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, there's a form that is down in the description below where you can get your question in there. And if you can get it down there right now, we'll get it answered on the stream today. If you are watching this on the replay, I want to let you know that we talk about all kinds of things related to being a content creator during the stream. So I encourage you to check the timestamps that are in the description or at the very bottom of the player here on youtube so you can find the questions that matter the most to you with that out of the way i want to let everybody know that i am joined today by my brother from the same mother d D, what's going on, man? I can't believe you had me back after last week. Yeah, no, know. I was almost like, yeah, you know, let's not let's not, let's not, not do this. But yeah, let's just go ahead and uh, let's you know, do, go it ahead, anyway. do it anyway. Let's rip that Band-Aid off. Get, yeah, right. Uh,
1: I'm back. <laughs> nice to be back. Let's go. Let's get into
0: this. So um, as we get rolling today, um, we do want to let everybody know that today's stream is brought to you by TubeBuddy, which is the number one tool for YouTube content creators. TubeBuddy will help you optimize your videos for discovery, help you test your thumbnails to make sure that the thumbnails that you are making are good for the audience that you're trying to reach and the traffic sources that you're trying to reach with your videos in addition to that they have 90 different tools that will help you with your YouTube channel you can try it for yourself at tubebuddy.com slash Nimmin let me point in the right direction tubebuddy.com slash Nimmin um, so you can see what it does for you I have a clickable link down in the description and it is co-brought to you by StreamYard which is the live streaming tool that we use to stream this every single Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern and the reason that we use StreamYard for this is because it's easy it's easy to add graphics on the screen it's easy to um, bring guests on when we want to have guests on we can play videos on here and One thing that's been extremely helpful for us is it holds everything open in the cloud for you. So we have from time to time problems with either electric or internet connections, or maybe there's like a tech problem. And when something goes down, StreamYard holds it all open. So we can come back in quickly on a phone or something like that so we can keep everything rolling and we don't lose the people that are here. So you can try StreamYard for yourself to see how awesome it is at StreamYard.com or of course I've got a link to that down in the description as well. So before we get into everything today,
1: D how's it going? How's, How's your week been? Uh, it's been a week, but I just noticed something, uh, like, like a habit kicked in. Okay. So those of you who don't know, Nick and I used to stream here before the world closed down. Yes. We streamed here every Saturday. Almost, before
0: we flipped into another dimension where everything got crazy. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: almost religiously, we were here every Saturday, marathon streams sometimes. And we did this for what a couple of years, yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. And I just realized that I didn't do it last time because, uh, you didn't mention it last time, but by default, you mentioned it. And I automatically did the wind up point. Oh. I I used to do that every single time, and I caught myself doing it. And it was just like memory, like memory recall. Nice. <laughs> you are like to my two buddy, and my arm just came out and swung and did the loop. <laughs> I used to do that every single time. Oh, that's great. Hold yeah, on, Not really. Not really. Not
0: really. Well, but, I mean, it, it is kind of. I mean, it just shows you the power of muscle memory. Yeah, right?
1: that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, muscle, muscle memory. memory. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's there good. It so. So yeah, so today, um, you know, we're excited to answer your YouTube questions. So again, you know, there's a form down in the description below where you can put um, your questions. You know, if you do have questions about anything, you know, that you are trying to do on YouTube, make sure that you check um, that form down in the description so we can get your questions answered on the stream today. Right now, we don't have a lot of questions. So we're probably gonna go through this relatively uh, quickly unless you get your questions down there. Then we can go home. So yeah, and then we'll just Just shut it down and be like, hey, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Enjoy the the evening. So um, the first question here is from Midwest Ghost Hunters. D, what kind of channel do you think that is?
1: Man, that's a tough
0: one. It is a tough one. What do you think it is? Yeah,
1: Midwest Ghost Hunters. <laughs> haunted Houses. Haunted Houses. graveyards, okay, okay. that sort of thing. Where do you think they're located? Uh, in the Midwest. <laughs> no, excellent channel name. You yeah, better be good. hunting ghosts, is what yeah, right. I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, I'm a, I'm a Pokemon channel. Yeah. Okay, so yes. they do. They have an entertainment channel. The goal of the channel is to share their experiences um, at some of the most haunted locations in America.
1: The question is- That's not very Midwest.
0: Hey, Nick, recently I noticed that a video I posted two years ago started getting a lot of views. I got 500 views in 24 hours. When I looked at the analytics, the views are coming from a dozen websites in one foreign country. This just doesn't smell right to me. Not sure how or if I can block websites from viewing my videos or how to notify YouTube that something's not right. It's only one video on my channel. Not sure if I should just delete the video or do something else. You're fine. So as, you know, YouTube or as you're getting traffic, you know, from those websites like YouTube, like they can identify when something shady is going on their system can. So because of that, like don't stress out about it, don't worry. What might happen though is in your analytics, like if if something shady is going on, then it's possible the system will detect that and if it does, then in that case since YouTube verifies the views that are coming in on all the content, then you might see like a drop in, you know, that inflated views that were coming in. But it's also possible that somebody in, you know, one of those countries saw your video. They enjoyed it. They put it on their website. Another website that follows that website said, Hey, this is a great video and put it on theirs. So it's possible that it's organic as well, just because it's, is, you know, somewhere else doesn't mean that people aren't enjoying the content so what you might want to do just to kind of see what's going on is hop into your analytics um, go into your um, uh, geographic or actually you can just go into your external traffic and then you can see the websites that are pulling in which you've already done and then start looking um, over on the far right hand side you're going to see the average view duration for the people that are coming in from those websites and see if they're just hitting and skipping or if they are you know hitting the videos and they're actually watching them for a little bit and then that will kind of give you some indication maybe of what's going on there, if it's something shady or not, Um, but that would at least give you, you know, somewhere, somewhere to start. So I would, I would try that. Any additional thoughts there, D?
1: Well, I mean, YouTube gives us the embed feature for a reason mm-hmm. so people can share those videos. Yeah. So it's possible you just found a whole new group of people who actually love your video.
0: Yeah. You if, might be the David Hasselhoff of the area that they uh, share you into. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, I don't know if that happened to me, which it, it never has. But if it, if it did, <laughs> I would actually go over there. And if it's something that you could post, I would, and, you know, and as people who are digging your content, I would actually go over there and even have to translate it. Mm-hmm. And I would post like, Hey, I'm the maker of that video, you know, how can I help you guys? Yeah. Right? What do you want to see more of? Well, you think about the video try to work your way into that audience you never know
0: yep so um i actually have another um channel back when i you know was starting out on my youtube journey a channel called all our questions and i was in the fortunate position there to where uh when i started making those videos people you know started really enjoying them and um i actually had curiosity.com i think is the uh yeah, name yeah, of it yeah. and um at that time they were kind of starting up their service but they had like some good you know traction over there and um and they ended up sharing you know my content over there and i started getting these traffic surges so exactly what D said is what I did with him to where, you know, I reached out. And I'm like, Hey, you know, notice you're sharing my stuff. You know, uh, do you want me to let you know when I have new content out or is there anything specific you're looking for so I could make it right? <laughs> so I'm like, is there anything specific you're looking for, you know, and just kind of opened up that door. So, um, so, you know, so I could, you know, capitalize on that opportunity. How did and, that work f- out? It worked out great. They ended up, you know, sharing some additional videos and stuff. So it was, uh, it Here was cool. Go, but yeah, when you open it up, you know, that's definitely a, uh, a win. So Trey Jackson says finally made live. What's up you guys miss you in Thailand next time. Yeah, man. So yeah, he came in. He went down to. He was um, down I think south. He was in, yeah, he he was in Pattaya, and then he went down south from yeah, there. We're I think way um, came for like a meditation retreat. Man, we are way up north. Retreat. Yeah, he, he sent me a message. He was going to come up, but the air's so bad. So he was like, so, yeah, yeah yeah, dude, yeah,
1: yeah. You listen, man. Would have loved to hung. Out. Hung out, hang Mm -hmm. out, hang out, hang out with you, hung out with you. Uh, But I guess the air quality up here right now is
0: terrible. Brutal today. Brutal Brutal, today. So um, next up, we've got uh, K-Skis is our next question. K-Skis, they upload one time per week or more. They do gaming content. The goal of the channel is to make entertaining content. And the question is, morning, Nick. So as of lately, my latest videos haven't been popping off like I expected them to. Now, keep in mind that I didn't take a large break during that process, but I decided to come back to the wait, but I decided to come back. The thing is, I use all the tips that you and other content creators have given me, but my channel has not um, compared to when I blew up like two years ago. But when I compared to my friend who has over a 1000 subscribers, he doesn't do any of the tips that you guys give, and he still gets higher numbers, which doesn't make sense because he rarely uploads. So why is it when he uploads a really good? uh, It's really good. But when I do, it's barely anything.
1: Yeah let, let you, yeah. let me just this start. All you. Let yeah. me do. Well, it's not all me, but let me start by saying this. Sometimes when you look at people and they're like, they're not doing all of the things, but maybe they have a cup, they might have one video that's popping off, like one really good video. And sometimes people just naturally do the things without actually having to do the things. Like, wow, they just started, they can't be doing all the things, but you know what? Maybe they made a banger of a video, Mm -hmm. right? They might have a really, really good watch time on that video. They might have a really high click-through rate on that thumbnail. And somebody might be sharing that, right? Somebody might be sharing the video. They might be buying traffic. They might be getting shared on some website in a foreign country like we were just talking about. So you never know where they're getting their traffic from, but they may have just naturally knocked a couple of videos out of the park without even putting much effort into it. Yeah. And sometimes doing all the things doesn't, actually most of the time, just because you do all the things, that doesn't mean that you're going to get views. Right. Right. That just means that you're doing all the things and positioning yourself so that if you did everything right, maybe you can get views, but you can also do all the right things and then blow it with your video. I I would look at your, your thumbnail. Right. I would look at your traffic sources. I would look at your audience retention. Where are people falling off? You did all the right stuff. but Maybe people are dropping off after just, you know, a minute. Right. What's the first 30 seconds look like?
0: And another part of that also is, um, is you know, when it comes to videos performing well on YouTube, if you want to know, like, how to do it, like, when it comes to, like, the tips that, you know, everybody suggests, the tips come down to the nuance of making good videos and making thumbnails and titles that people will help, that help people identify your content and get them to click on it. So, at the end of the day, if you can do that and you can make good content, your videos will do fine. So, if you are not getting any traction at all, then you have to get down to the drawing board, so to speak, and you have to look at your your, you know, uh, performance of the of the videos themselves, you have to look at how people are responding to them, you have to look at where the views are actually coming from on those videos, you know, in your case, because when you see that, and you look at the metrics involved and where the views are coming from, that can also help you identify problems. So like a great example that I give for this is, like, if you go into your traffic sources report for your videos, and you see that, like on home pages that, you know, that either one, People are clicking on it, but they're not watching it for very long, or they're just not clicking on it at a at a you know competitive rate compared to the impressions that you're getting, then in that particular case, that tells you that you need to work on the compelling nature of the content. Maybe you need to start thinking of, you know, better video ideas themselves. Maybe you need to if, if they're hitting the video and skipping, then in that case it could be that you're creating an expectation from the outside with your thumbnail and title. And then when people click on it, they get something different than what it is that they expect or than what it is that they expect. So there's a lot of different variables involved there so because of that at the end of the day if you all you got to do like if you want to win on YouTube figure out how to how to get people to click on what it is that you're doing figure out how to get them to watch your videos and within all of that just add as much value as you can to them and that that's essentially what you need to do and that's it but there's a lot of nuance within those things so you know when you do see other channels doing better even though you might not necessarily think that their content is as good as what it is that you're putting together if the people that are interacting with that content the humans that are interacting with youtube if they respond better to their videos than to your videos then their videos are going to do better that's just that's just how it works
1: i want to add another element to that and i know you've seen this a lot when you're doing channel reviews i've seen this a ton myself a lot of times when people are, when they say I'm doing all the things, some and I'm not saying that's the case with you, but sometimes your interpretation of all of the things isn't exactly all of the things, right. you know, I would say nine out of ten times when somebody says I've done all the things and I look at their channel, they're not doing all the things they've they've interpreted what that means and they're doing something incorrectly. So that's something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah. And well. and they're um, I'm looking at the channel right now. They're also just like reusing like other content.
1: Oh, it's not even original content no
0: um they they might be reacting to some of it Mm -hmm. um could be the thing um but yeah it's it's basically it looks like they're yeah i I think they might be doing reactions is what it looks like yeah yeah so it's just it's just other content that they're that they're watching here so okay so um next up on. on the yeah next up on the list here uh we've got um let's go we're on number three already hope everybody's doing fantastic by the way I um, hope you had a good weekend for everybody that's just joining us. Um, if, if you, if this is your first time here, um, we are talking about all things related to YouTube and this is viewer generated, uh, which means that everything on the, on the conversation today is actually driven by the questions that you ask. So there's a form down in the description below where you can get your questions in there. Um, so we can get them answered on the, on the stream today. So next up we got FM fan Y T is the channel. They upload daily content, been on YouTube for less than six months. They have a gaming channel, the goal of the channel is that it was a hobby, um, but now it is a uh, second income. Fantastic. Oh no, it was hobby was the goal, but now a second income is the goal. So the question is, hey Nick, um, thanks to all your suggestions and your content, I was able to grow my channel and apply for partnership from December 26th of this past week. Nice work, congratulations to you uh, for that. Um, My two part question usually, how long does the review take? Um, In some cases it happens in a day, in other cases it'll take a few days for them to um, get around to doing that. Uh, My other question is what's the best spot in your videos would you put your ads beginning, middle, or end, seeing if people don't fully watch the length of your video. So when it comes to um, selecting the ads that are going to show on your video, in that case you wanna make sure that you're using the ads in the front. So you wanna make sure that you're using the skippables and non-skippables. If you make the longer videos, they're gonna give you the option to put one at the end, they're also gonna give you the option to put one in the middle. Um, you always wanna make sure that you're using, if you're you know using YouTube ads for revenue, you wanna make sure that you're using the ones in the beginning um, because that catches people you know on the way in. The ones in the middle, Those are kind of controversial because when it comes to the ads that are in the middle, um, the thing with those is a lot of people think like, hey, I don't want to interrupt my viewers with those ads. And I'm kind of like of a similar mindset there. but at the end of the day, not every person that's watching that video is gonna get hit with a mid-roll ad, right? So because of that, um, you know, every person that's in that content isn't necessarily gonna see an ad. Premium users, of course, are not gonna see it, those sorts of things, so those are things to consider. Um, when it comes to the video at the end or the ad at the end, I actually wouldn't use that one personally or I don't use that one, um, and the reason for that is because it's way more important for me, for people to watch more than one video on my channel, um, instead of you know trying to get them to see an ad that I'm gonna make like hardly nothing off of. So because of that- it's more important for me for somebody to continue their viewing session on my channel, watch another video or something like that versus seeing that ad. So for me personally, I don't put them at the end. Of course, you know, you can do what you like there, um, but I recommend definitely using them at the front if you want, you know, YouTube ads. And then when it comes to the mid rolls, you know, that was just kind of down to if you want to do it or not. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It just kind of depends on, you know, on, on how I'm feeling at that, at that moment in time. Do you use mid rolls?
1: uh i usually do not okay i i do not and i've man i go back and forth on this a lot with myself i'm actually okay so those of you who don't know you can go inside of your adsense and you can choose the type of ads that you don't want to play on top of your videos yeah. and early on i went in there i was like you know what i don't want this type of ad to show i don't want political stuff i don't want blah 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 blah, blah all this it's stuff. not my understand right now and then i just started thinking about it and i was like you know what i'm probably missing out on a lot of totally money. i'm yeah. missing out on a lot of ad revenue because i don't want to show people certain types of ads, but, but they're like, you know what? The ads are going to see it anyway. Exactly.
0: They're going to see it when they hit another channel. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah I'm thinking like they're going to see that anyway. So like may, they might not see it on my video, but the next video. And I'll, I'll tell you this just from like just being straight here, like if you're going to buy one service, I highly recommend YouTube premium, right? I I've, I would get rid of Netflix and HBO. And this is not
0: sponsored by YouTube in any no, way, shape or no. form. Yeah, I would get rid of like, if you're just like, <laughs> Hey,
1: just pick one, one recurring service and run with it. I, it would be YouTube. Premium.
0: Yeah. Just to have a better experience. Yeah. Like totally. once
1: you get rid of the ads, it's, yeah. it's excruciating to yeah. open up an account and, and, and use YouTube with ads. Yeah. So yeah, I just, agree. Just a little tip there.
0: Tube Spanner. Thank you for the super chat. It says a started channel, all about animals with unusual abilities. Last week, I featured a dog that can do magic. It's a, labra Cadabrador. that's good yeah love the jokes so good yeah good stuff
1: where, uh, where does she i was hoping these? like i was hoping
0: it would be a youtube one normally they're youtube yeah, yeah they're youtube related so I, I think she should do like a coffee table book on the youtube mm-hmm. on the youtube ones um i went to i went to chat gpt and i asked it to make some jokes just as like a joke to her and i actually i sent her like one or two right. and i was like oh yeah what do you think of this Are one you like oh you killed it yeah it was uh, it was good um, so next up on the list here, we've got, uh, X diamond music. X diamond musics is a music channel. The goal is to share my music with the world. And the question is, Nick, can I receive a claim for using th- a third party Instagram content? Yes, you can. Oh yeah. Yeah, so um, basically, when it comes to using (laughs) content from other people, it comes down to something called fair use. So if you are going to use it, it's very like you have to use it in very specific ways if you want to get away with it. But even with that, you know, you still do run a risk to where you might have to actually try to, you know, fight the claim or something like that. Um, But but if you are going to do that, like, let's say you're doing reactions or something like that, um, then in that particular case, you know, you have to make sure that you are doing it in a, in a way that you would be able to um, claim fair use. And,
1: and you just, might get a claim for not using it. <laughs> w- what do you mean? <laughs> just some random claim. Oh, yeah, just some random <laughs> yeah, claim. Music yeah, channels yeah, are rant. a minefield, man. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, I, I, uh, I had no idea how complicated uh, content ID could be. Until we open creator mix. Yeah. Holy moly yeah good luck good luck with your channel good
0: luck yeah uh <laughs> just to add more butter um they upload one time or more per week they have a baking and cooking channel the goal of the channel is income and the question is hey for really quick for any of you that are doing the channels for income just as a reminder um, I do monetization streams from time to time so keep a lookout for those um I just did one I think it was yesterday or no day before yesterday um if you are somebody that is trying to monetize your channel it's worth listening to those in the background and just listening listening to some of the information shared. Because um, basically what I do there is I look at different channels, we just pull them up randomly. Um, and we look at different channels in all kinds of different niches and we just brainstorm on different ways that they can monetize what it is that they're doing. So for all of you that are interested in, you know, income from your content, I really recommend that you do check um, those out um, on the replay, listen to them in the background if you're if you're not available to join them live. Um, but the question here is I, tend, I intend on keeping my family bank account separate from my YouTube account, but I don't know which is appropriate for a YouTube channel. Should I stick with a personal account or or go with a business type account um, I don't know what's appropriate for a YouTube channel where I um, do intend on selling merch at some point so when it comes to YouTube and monetizing YouTube um, you not only have merch to deal with but you also have YouTube ads to deal with so when it comes to YouTube ads you know you are essentially creating a business when you create a YouTube channel as soon as you sign up for the partner program and you get approved and you start collecting money from um, from YouTube for the videos you're putting out you have just created another source of income for yourself and you will be held liable um, when it comes to like tax Taxes and everything for that. So because of that, the best practice would be to um, set up a you know company for that, set up a bank account you know for that company, and then drive everything. Your ad revenue, your affiliate revenue, um, anything that you do, sponsorship revenue, anything that you generate from your YouTube channel should go into that account. Then that way you have your, and this is not financial advice because I'm not a financial advisor. I think I have to say that disclaimer, I'm not sure. But basically um, the idea is that you keep all of your business income separated from your personal income income. And then as you're doing that, if you wanted to, you know, you could pay yourself out of that or you could, you know, kind of bonus it out to yourself, things like that. Um, But the idea is to, you know, separate things so that you can manage all of that easier when it comes um, tax time.
1: It is hot in here.
0: You know what Nellie says? Yep. Looks like we're doing it. Looks like we're doing a a, a, a fun stream today.
1: Are you warm? Yep. Hope everybody's brought goggles. Huh? Say what? Eye bleach is yeah, the, is the yeah, proper bleach, term. Yeah, yeah eye yeah, bleach. about yeah, yeah. yeah. your eye bleach, ladies and gentlemen? It is. It is just a tad warm. It yeah, is. it is a tad That's warm. not dumb. I might have to look at the aircon.
0: Traveling Cuba is the uh next oh, channel name here. This is right up d's alley because he's it. a world traveler. I love
1: Cuba, man. I love Cuba.
0: See what I mean? The yeah. um the type of channel is vlogs about restaurant reviews. The goal of the channel is to be able to live from this. So another one, you know, looking for income. And the question is, hey, Nick, my girlfriend and I started a new channel two months ago about restaurant reviews, and we already have over a 1,000 subscribers and, over, and almost 4,000 hours of viewing with only five videos. Wow. Just wanna remind everybody really quick. So one of the things that you always see on like Facebook groups for new YouTubers, on Reddit accounts for new YouTubers, and Discords for new U- YouTubers, um, is that you gotta make a bunch of videos in order for anything to like work out. You gotta make a bunch of videos before you can get monetized. You gotta make a bunch of videos before this. You gotta make a bunch of videos before that. You gotta make a bunch of videos before YouTube knows what your channel's about. Like you hear all of this nonsense, but this right here is one other case where you know they have five videos on their channel and they're already hitting a thousand subscribers. They already have over a thousand subscribers and they're getting ready to cross the 4,000 hours of uh, watch time. So first off um, for you, I just wanna say congratulations to you guys because you're crushing it. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing there. But um, the question is, it says, do you recommend uh, we do shorts on the channel? We haven't done any yet because we're afraid of attracting non-loyal subscribers. So here's the thing is when it comes to YouTube shorts, uh, th- it's good thinking that way. But when it comes to YouTube shorts, like of course, you know um, people will subscribe to YouTube shorts, but if they do, then you're increasing the likelihood of YouTube showing them yeah. more of your shorts. But then YouTube is also in the process right now, and they've already got some of it opened up, but they're in the process right now to where they are connecting the activity that happens on shorts to long form and vice versa. So that means means if somebody were to watch your, um, you know, YouTube short, then they are increasing the likelihood of getting recommended your long form content. If they watch your long form content, they're getting your, they're increasing the likelihood of getting recommended your shorts and so on. So because of that, um, you know, shorts can be valuable for just getting you in front of more people. And especially somebody that's just, you know, getting started, even though like you're off to an amazing start. Yeah. Another thing when it comes to shorts is that, you know, with what it is that you're doing now with the long form, you have to, you know, put together a good thumbnail for it, you have to make a good title for it. And you have to, you know, do great in the content itself. When it comes to the shorts, it's different because there you, you of course, you you want to have a compelling title, but it comes down to it just happening to somebody. So in that case, people don't have to make the conscious decision to actually watch what it is that you're making. And that opens up a ton of opportunity for a lot of people because it gets you in front of people that may not have clicked on your long form content if it was presented to them. But now they're introduced to you, they see what it is that you've done. And then they might click into your channel name, end up watching your long form content directly there, Um, or they just subscribe. And then you know, they'll get recommended content later. So because of that, um, I would actually recommend that you do go ahead and start using shorts as well if you want to. But if you're like, hey, right now, I just want to focus on like really dialing in this long form content and making this as good as I can, because we're already, Already doing awesome at it, um, then in that case, if you do want to focus on that, by all means, you know, go for it and fine tune that before you start, you know, trying to balance. Like, hey, I'm trying to learn how to make these better while trying to learn how to make these better at the same time. Um, then that way, that would give you the opportunity to really dial in the one before you, you know, start introducing the other.
1: You know, there's something to be said too about meeting your audience where they are. Totally. Like, you know, like, and I don't know how many of you are watching you. If you watch shorts, if you consume YouTube shorts, type in yes in the chat right now. Um, but I notice myself as a consumer, like sometimes I don't want to watch long form content. Right. Sometimes I'm just like mindlessly like, you know what? I'm tired, but I don't want to turn off the phone. I just want to like get my, I don't I don't even know why I do that. Right? But we do, yeah. right? We lay there and I'm just like, I just want to scroll through shorts. I just want and, and I have no desire to watch long form content. And they're like,
0: I'm like, I'm not in for a long haul trying to learn something Yeah. like my brain, like it's the end of the night brain's toast. Yeah, right,
1: right, right. But but there are also those people who who consume content like that. And there's also people who maybe, you know, because of all the bad publicity with TikTok recently, maybe they got rid of TikTok and maybe they're only consuming YouTube shorts and you're missing out on a a huge audience of those people. So I would say definitely try it. Like Nick said, give it a shot and, and, and see if you can fit it into your production schedule.
0: Next up we've got uh drew project what's going on drew hope you're doing awesome man um so drew project does music goal to go full time um the question is hey nick hope your foot is all right after yesterday <laughs> it is dude so during my during my uh stream
1: any story that starts with dude yeah okay so
0: wow okay. basically wow. my schedule yeah. last night yeah, right
1: dude yeah, you yeah good? It, it hurt okay
0: yeah so so my <laughs> my schedule last night was i i was like okay i'm gonna do the live stream where i've got the green screen so i'm like okay i'm gonna do the the news and then literally right after the news, I redirected to a channel review stream on the Tube Spanner channel. Okay. And basically, uh, as soon as the news was over, I reach back, drop the green screen, oh, turn off the lights no. on the side for the extra lighting for the green screen. And then it's out of my brain. I'm focused on the next stream. Right. And I get up during the channel review stream on the Tube Spanner channel. And I'm you like, did. okay. I'm because I, I, I was going back to grab a uh, like a coffee cup or whatever, and then and I did a full swing with my foot and just cranked the green. The screen, whole foot? The whole foot? Yes. Yeah. yeah, just the toe. <laughs> what a riveting! This is why I don't tell these stories. Riveting. <laughs> but yeah jammed my toe it, it hurt for for a while yeah so, so anyway okay my
1: girlfriend now. got hit by a car and and literally <laughs> seriously she did actually yeah, yeah. So he's, yeah, like, he's jam- not joking right now he yeah. jammed his toe my girlfriend literally yeah. got ran over by a car yeah, broke
0: a rib broke a foot broke yeah. her foot shattered and her I'm foot complaining about kicking a green yeah, screen. shattered
1: her <laughs> foot she's been in bed for like i don't know six weeks already <laughs> and he's like yeah, i stubbed my toe on the green screen
0: it hurt though yeah, yeah oh, it did. i bet it, it did. did it did hurt though
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh love it
0: so uh, yeah, Drew says, we heard you scream. So uh, let me answer, you know, I just That's went- funny. Yeah, I just went right past your question, dude. Let me let me actually go back to the question. because I, I got chat. caught in, the, in, in that moment. Okay, so the question is, I wanted to ask you if you could explain and maybe show how to use the new TubeBuddy AI tool to find the best parts of your uh, videos that would work great as a short. Um, I was looking for the option earlier, but I didn't find anywhere. Thanks, man, and happy Saturday. Um, so right now, um, I haven't used that yet. They just put that out and I haven't had the opportunity to use it yet. So I read through all their documentation all that stuff but i don't think it's even accessible on every account yet um so what i recommend that you do is you shoot them like a support message and if it's not already in your account maybe they'll enable it um but i think it also might be locked into tiers um as well so uh so keep that in mind tears uh, also.
1: or like your tears from when you maybe a little bit tone. of both maybe a little bit of both
0: but yeah I, I think it's like it might be for like legend accounts for example okay. like i don't know if it's available for all accounts um, any, so you might want to look into that too did
1: anyone clip your that toe i don't incident? think so No, I don't think so. Stubbed your toe live and no one clipped it? Yeah.
0: And I almost, because you know how it is when you, when you hurt, when you like bang your toe on something, Yeah, like I almost kind of said the wrong stuff. And I was like, I was like, whoo. It's like a good thing of control. Hey, really quick. You're allowed um, to say that now though. R- Renee, Renee says, uh, some people only watch shorts, some only watch some content types on shorts, but not only long form, uh, like like only dancing or baking in shorts. So watch both, either way, it's a large potential audience, yeah. And, and it's good, you know, too, also just for getting in front of new people, you know, like I mentioned before about getting people to, um, you know, to, 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 <laughs> to introduce yourself to people with to where they might not have clicked on what it is that you had, uh, you know, if it was long form content. We- Oh, he says, also, it's the April Fool's episode where Dee pretends not to watch The Mandalorian. I just watched yesterday's episode. Is that
1: not good? (sighs) So this is, okay. Okay, I'm not going to say anything bad. Okay, say yes in the chat if it sounds like whenever Nick says new people... He sounds like he's saying "nude people." <laughs> <laughs> do I really? Does it it's, sound that way to me? Whenever yeah. you say "new people," it's, it's how your brain works. It sounds like you're saying <laughs> "nude people," and, and and in my brain, like that's the you know that's what I'm like. Why would you do that? <laughs> like, like that's what I hear. I hear "nude people" every time. <laughs> super chat. You got a super chat that we missed.
0: Um. Okay. Let me go in and uh, check this really quick. So, life is a journey uh, with Melissa Diane. Thank you for the uh, super sticker yes. there. Super I'm not appreciated.
1: Alone. I'm not alone.
0: Yeah, so other people are like, yeah, maybe, maybe that's my. Maybe that's my. uh maybe, slip? Yeah, yeah, maybe that's my. Maybe I am saying that. I, <laughs> I don't even realize it. Yeah, you're maybe. you're
1: trolling like, maybe everybody. it's how my brain works. You're trolling yeah. everybody. You're like, I'm just gonna say this, and just they're gonna think I say new. They're gonna be like, gosh, I it's I swear he's saying that. Dude.
0: Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the next question comes from Secret Archives of the Vatican. That sounds shady right there. What is it? Secret Archives of the Vatican. I feel like we should have some ominous music playing like every time I say that, but we don't have it available. <laughs> welcome oh, the to
1: the yeah, yeah. That's, cl- that's as good as we're going to get today
0: <laughs> so it's a music channel um they do music promotion didn't expect it to be a music channel i'm going to be honest i thought it was going to be like a conspiracy channel or something is what i expected i, oh. I was like yeah i was like this is yeah, yeah. i was a on music re- channel
1: i was going to subscribe no questions asked <laughs> channel name alone <laughs> I'm, I'm, sign me up The
0: question is, I'm always interested in ideas for musicians channels. A lot of good advice for uh, talking channels aren't quite applicable to um, music channels. Where do we get innovative ideas for music channels? So, um, if you hop into YouTube search and you look specifically, and you might have to look for this in a handful of different ways, but there are content creators that teach people how to grow music channels specifically. So, um, off the top of my head, um, I can't remember the names of the, the channels. Like there's one specifically that shares some really good information, but I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But if you start Googling or or not Googling, but just hop on YouTube search and start looking for, you know, how to grow a YouTube channel, how to get more or uh, how to how to grow a a music channel on YouTube, how to get more views on a music channel on YouTube, you know, all of those types of things, you'll run into them. Um, But there are people that um, that share that kind of information as well. Andy Ward presents, but just as a heads up though, when it comes to the, to the music stuff, you know, it's still the same. Um, so basically when it comes to like video content creators, like what we have to do is we have to, you know, put our content together in a way that, you know, engages people and all that. Um, but with music, it's the same, like, you know, people have to click in your music. They have to enjoy your music, keep listening to it. You know, they got to click on it, you know, when they see it, you know, somewhere, you know, all those things. Um, so, you know, because of that, you know, the, the core stuff matters and is the same, but when it comes to the nuance, I definitely recommend that you check out, you Know, some of the some of the information that i mentioned a, a, a bit ago they, about finding you know some of the music channels. they make
1: original music and they're trying to grow yeah yeah so my my advice on that of course what nick just said but another piece of advice would be instead of titling because if nobody knows who you are yet they don't know what the titles of your songs are they don't know what it means uh there's a lot of channels now who are making uh, music videos with titles that capture a mood so instead of saying, you know, this is the title of the song, they're saying, you know, songs that make you feel like a badass or songs that make you feel like a villain, right? they capture a mood? And of course you want the music to actually match what you're saying in the title, but they're matching a thumbnail, they're matching the title with the music and they're creating an actual mood. And a lot of uh, musicians are blown up on TikTok by doing additional things with their songs. Like, you know, Jake, missing no. Jake no. love of my life no. guy Nope. his is fantastic so he he I mean, he's he's completely blown up but he's done a lot of really cool things where he'll do like um playing my viral song for my eighth grade music teacher oh I have seen him right and he'll yeah. like set up Don't, his phone know his name but I've seen him right yeah, and he'll yeah. like set up his phone and he'll go in front of his music teacher and then play and then get her yeah, reaction I've seen that. yeah right yeah. so you try to think out of the box in terms of you know ways to present your music instead of just thinking the old way of like music video yeah right try to think of a different way of doing it in different ways to uh, capture the mood because think about when, whenever you're looking for for music a lot of times you're thinking mood right it's like i, I just want to chill yeah i just want to listen to some lo-fi i just want to chill, chill. Music
0: playlist yeah chill yeah. music playlist lo-fi playlist yeah yep. exactly meditation playlist acoustic yeah. guitar playlist yeah right
1: so think in terms of how people are actually looking for music and try to capitalize on that
0: Great advice. Yeah, um Of course it is. The I know. The um <laughs> next channel here is Andy Ward Presents. <laughs> Andy Ward Presents has been on YouTube for a year or more. They started as a music channel. What is going on with these music channels? No, I'm just kidding guys. Okay, okay look, so started look, as a music look, channel and this is on. And then this is on, what, what's going on? Yeah. Started Paper as a music channel. Everybody punk Nick today. Everybody else yeah. is in on it except yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, started as a music channel. Now we're here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, started as a music channel. Now I focus on interviews, um, as long form live streams. Um, the goal of the channel is to document and capture the legacy of legends in the music industry. And the question is I'm training for a marathon. Should I start a new channel to document this? Yes. And um, bearing Next. in mind, my channel started as a focus on my, um, content as a DJ and music producer, and I don't expect to really have many viewers outside of my niche. Yes. Yeah. If you are uploading videos to your YouTube channel that are, that are going to be appropriate for a completely different audience than the people that are currently interacting with your content, then absolutely put it on a different channel. So when it comes to having a different channel, you know, it's more work, you know, all those types of things, but it keeps everything separated because what you got to think about is if you're doing, if you're doing interviews was that a breath with music people it was if okay. you're doing uh uh clip that somebody clip that if you're doing interviews with uh you know with house musicians those people aren't necessarily gonna to care too much about your marathon journey. So because of that, when you make a dedicated channel for the marathon journey, the people that are interacting with that, those are the people that are gonna be, you know, that, that are gonna care the most about that. And then when you're publishing more of your interviews, those people aren't going to be interrupted with what it is that they care about for the music interviews. So it works in, you know, both directions. There. What do you
1: mean, those people?
0: Those people, the people that are watching, the viewers. Welcome to the Nimanati. You
1: got a channel member. The power of purpose? oh you don't you can't hear this i'm no, over I here can't. like playing yeah, stuff yeah i can't, and you're yeah, just I can't like, hear any of it i'm like wow well, he's just like talking right through it you don't even hear it
0: so anna marie um ever blessed welcome to the Nimanati, and uh Mel, uh, Melinda Elliott, welcome to the Nimanati. Make sure both of you, when you get the chance, um, you go to nimanvip.com. That's gonna redirect you to Members Amp, which is the service that I use to manage my channel memberships. Now, keep in mind, um, when you do go in there, you're gonna have different options. One of the options is gonna be for Facebook. Make sure that you connect to Facebook, but once you do, you also need to go to Facebook. You're gonna see little instructions once you make that connection. Then you need to go to Facebook and actually um, you know, put the information in there as well for the group. So just make sure that you do that. Cause I've had a, uh, I, I have one person right now that's, that's, says that they submitted to the Facebook group but when I look in the member request for the Facebook group I don't see them in there so they I think they've made the connection but they're not actually you know putting the information in the Facebook group so make sure you do that if you're interested in you know being a part of the Facebook group as well because that's just in a you know it's just that's just a bonus for it so um, for those of you that are channel members just as a heads up as well uh, we are going to be doing a live stream on Tuesday so that link will be shared um, in the Facebook group of course but it's also going to be shared um, in the in the community feed here on my YouTube channel. So make sure you keep an eye out for that.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, let's see here. So going crazy in the kitchen. Thank you for the super chances. Are you two in the same room or is it an illusion? It's an illusion. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. Yeah, the so, green screenage that we have going on here is like next level. Like should we should we take level. all this down real quick to show them? Yeah, these in Mex, D's in Mexico right now. I'm over in Thailand. I no, wish. Just Wouldn't that be crazy? I, I like wish if we actually did that. Yeah, if we could make it look like that, that'd be crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess technically you could with like green screen, kind of put this in here, kind of like run it down the you middle. Could. Yeah, technically, yeah, technically
1: you could do yeah. it. No, so we have one one studio here, uh, and we're both sitting here. Mm-hmm. I, I could technically, I could. Just to give you an idea of length, I could kick him underneath. If I stretched my long legs out, uh, I could kick his little short legs underneath. My little desk. short legs. Yeah. Melinda Elliott, member
0: for two months. Um, uh, uh, member four months. Y'all are a great help. Thank you, Melinda. Glad that you are uh, enjoying the content. Next up on our list here, we've got uh, the Power of Purpose. The Power of Purpose uploads every other day. They've been on YouTube for one year or more. They do personal growth and well-being. The goal to chant... Hey, it's not a music channel. They said to do a high five.
1: They don't believe
0: us. I think the glitch area is gonna happen like right around in here if we do yeah. that. Hold yeah. on. Here just do it slow and we might be able to pull it off. Okay, ready?
1: Touch here, tip to tip. Here, give me give me the finger.
0: Hold on. My I think mine just like went into that area, that the mask. Give me the give me the Here, tip hold of your on, let me finger, try it again. Here
1: you go. Finger, finger tip.
0: Yeah, that'll that'll be easier. Do we get it? There it is. Oh, look at I
1: think that. that's it. Yep. So all back. right. Yeah, we that's got as it. good as it's gonna yeah, get. That's good. There you go. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, super fun. Okay. So, um, <laughs>
0: so uh, they do personal growth and well-being content. The goal is to help people um, live meaningful and fulfilling lives. And the question is: Thank you, Nick and Dee, for all you do. Um, when you uh, when do you think is a good point to create a membership slash community site? I'm at 559 subscribers, not eligible for memberships on YouTube, but is my channel too small right now anyway? So, in my opinion, and I would love to hear Dee's opinion on this as well, but in In my opinion, I think that right now, um, when it comes to membership related things, I think that, that the efforts would be better spent if you're doing it, you know, for revenue. Um, then in that case, I think the, the the efforts would be better spent trying to, you know, bring attention to things as an affiliate, things like that while you're getting into the partner program. Um, because when it, like, if you're going to do like a free membership, like you're going to do like a community, totally different. If you're going to do that, like maybe you have like a Discord group or a Facebook group or something like that, um, then in that case, um, you know, go ahead and start on that kind of stuff. That's fine. But when it comes to like managing like, a membership group, um, it's important to just make sure that you are kind of metering your time and making sure that you have the time for it because it can take, you know, um, a decent amount of time. So you do want to make sure that you're, that if you are someone that is currently limited on time to the point to where you're just like, like, man, I'm just kind of squeezing in time to make YouTube videos. Then in that particular case, I would wait until you're depending a little bit more on YouTube. If that's, you know, something that you plan to do um, to where you're, you know, depending a little bit more on that to where it opens your time up a little bit more before you open up another thing that you're going to have to manage and put a lot of time into because like right now, you know, like as you're just getting started, you know, there's still, you know, like things that, um, there's things that you're like, you know, learning and, and all of that, and that you're applying to the channel and, you know, just a lot of stuff still to do. Um, so because of that, like I would get all of that dialed in while working on other ways of monetization. And then once you're like, okay, I got this all like covered, then go into the memberships, or if you're like, Hey, I've already got it all covered. I'm good. Then in that case, um, you know, starting up something like that is fine, but just keep in mind, like if, if you are currently at 559 subscribers, if you're not getting a decent amount of views on your videos and by just decent, I just mean enough to where there would be some type of like regular conversion that you could count on Um, then in that particular case like those efforts might kind of go to waste now where you could where you could actually do something else in the meantime Um, that's why I'm recommending like affiliate marketing because with affiliate um, things basically what that is is where you sign up for companies a lot of content creators will kind of default to Amazon but you sign up with them. And then you just recommend things in your videos. Like in your case, since you're doing personal growth and well-being, as an example of this, you could like talk about like your favorite personal growth books, and then you link to those books on Amazon and people can make that purchase. And if they do, you make a commission. So in that case, what you're doing is you're actually building up something that is passive. Um, of course, you know, you're active while you actually make the video, but once it's online, then it it becomes passive at that point. And that video can make you money for years and years and years to come. Whereas with the memberships, it's more active because, you know, You have to, you know, participate um, in the in the groups that you have. Um, So because of that right now, I would focus on the things that are more passive so that you can create that, you know, stability and just kind of open up more time for yourself. And then once that's opened up, then um, then go into the uh, membership side of things. That's you know, that that's what I recommend.
1: What are your thoughts d i don't even know what the question was all right there we go so next up on the list <laughs> I, I i that was <laughs> you had such a long answer i just like my mind is
0: over there like oh, i wonder what uh the no, weather's going to be tomorrow <laughs> no marcus
1: marcus came in oh, Mar- Hey, marcus marcus like what's up nemmons and then i started thinking about the last time i saw marcus and i started thinking about like it was like
0: vid summit yeah,
1: yeah my, and i just my, yeah i was gone i was come you could have said anything and I, I wouldn't even known yeah nice where's
0: yeah. uh where's he at in here hold on yeah. uh, look, looking for him <laughs> What's yes. up, dude? Hope that you are doing fantastic, yeah. Marcus. Nice to see you in here, dude. Yeah, so my answer is just yes. Yeah. What he said. Yeah. Okay. So Adventures with Time is our next question. Um, Adventures with Time, um, they upload one time uh, per week or more. Do they do watch reviews and other watch related content? Um, the goal of the channel is to educate collectors and a side hustle. The question is how to promote my merch, super thanks, affiliate links, and subscribe during a video without being obnoxious? Okay, so first. Isolate things to what is the most important. So one thing when it comes to making content is that When you are putting out videos, um, in my opinion, I believe that each video should have its own goal, Um, at least a primary goal and then maybe a secondary. So as an example, like if you make, and this is outside of value, right? So it's like, you already know, like, hey, I'm doing this review, I'm adding the value, showing people about this watch that maybe, you know, they don't have in their possession so they can understand all the details of it before they make a purchase, that kind of stuff. So like front-loading the value, of course, but then on the other side, um, when you are uploading a video, like as an affiliate, then in that particular case, the approach that you take with that video might be different than if you are uploading that video for the sake of bringing attention to merch as an example. So how it would work differently is if you were uploading something as an affiliate, then in that case, you're probably going to, you know, make sure that you're using, you know, keywords in the title and that you're, it, that you're intentionally targeting very specific keywords or keyword phrases so that when your video gets recommended on YouTube and their recommendation system, you win there in terms of people coming in. But then hopefully you also get some long-term activity in YouTube search as well. When people are actually- actually looking for uh, you know reviews about that particular watch and then that way since it's an affiliate video then the whole goal of that video, is to inform people about the watch while also getting it, you know, hopefully to show up in a good search spot so that as people are looking for information about that watch over time, they hit your videos and then they'll hit your affiliate links and then that video will become essentially like a, you know, a a money video for you. And then when it comes to the merch um, content, that content is for the people that are most involved in what it is that you're doing because it's typically those people that will buy your merch. So because of that, you know, if you're putting out a video that would be more suitable for the community, Um, like, hey, you know, here's my trip to, you know, this particular event where I'm going to be, you know, going into uh, this conversation with all these watch people. And I really think my community would love, you know, the insights that I'm getting from all these different watch people and so on. So because of that, I'm going to make maybe I'm going to wear my merch while I'm doing that interview. And then I'm going to let people know like, hey, you know, we had this new merch come out, blah, blah, blah. it's down in the description and so on, because that's more of like a community focused piece of content. Um, And then, you know, as you keep going through, you know, the things that you're trying to do here, it would all be the same in that regard. So, when you're when you're coming up with the ideas for your videos, it's important to think about. And this just comes down to content strategy. So if you look up, if you hop on Google and you start looking into content strategy, it's essentially like, okay, um, what is the purpose for each individual video? Who is it all going out for? Um, you know, like ha, what specific value are we adding? What's the cadence that we're putting? How's all this linked together? Those types of things. So what you want to do is you just want to look at each individual video and say, okay, what's the primary thing that I'm actually trying to accomplish with this? Um, and then and then act accordingly when it comes to creating the video deciding where it is that you're going to hopefully try to get the most traffic from that video, um, the call to action that you're using in that video and so on. Because what you don't want is you don't want every like, you know, one minute in your video where you're like, Oh, by the way, hit the super thanks. Oh, by the way, buy my merch down in the description. Oh, by the way, I've got affiliate links down in the description for this, by the way, make sure you subscribe, by the way, hit the like button, by the way, you know what I mean? So just like focus it on a thing. And then that way you can just more naturally just do the content um, like you would do. And then everything is just kind of fall into place because if it's, it's an affiliate video. You're letting people know. Uh, by the way, I got links to this down in the description. That's it. It's all, that's the only call to action that you need, um, and then you're and then you're good to go. So just isolate it to each individual video.
1: You have a channel member.
0: Brad, magic flying potato. What's up, dude? Hope Welcome. Awesome. To so the um, let's see here, members. Let's go, uh, Lady Deej. What is going on? Hope that you are doing fantastic. Welcome to the Nimanati. So um, for you, also make sure you go to Niman VIP when you get the chance. Um, that is going to redirect you to the platform that we use to manage the channel memberships called Membersamp. Um, once you get there, just connect everything. If you are interested in joining the Facebook group as well, um, that's a part of the memberships. So you don't have to do any like you don't have to pay extra for that or anything. Um, then uh, you want to make sure that you connect there and then you go to Facebook and you actually fill out the information uh, and submit the request to join. If you can do that before the stream is over today, then I'll get you in there uh, when the stream is over.
1: Yeah, you can't hear when I do the, welcome to Yeah, We need need a signal.
0: Yeah, I I just need a little speaker right here and that'll be good.
1: A little speaker? Mm hmm
0: that's what i do at home yeah so like at home i have i have um those uh, those uh you're well, asking a lot this yeah, isn't i know enough? right this isn't so, enough
1: <laughs> yeah, this like,
0: is not enough i could i could put it right here it's the little discreet
1: one is there no pleasing you? <laughs> i built oh, all of this for it. you is this not enough <laughs> If, nope, I can just have little, if I yeah, could just have a, a little speaker. Yep,
0: yep. Or, or, I mean, we could put like a couple speakers up there, um, you know, if you'd like. Well, it's not just a little yeah.
1: speaker. It's a speaker that's connected to the roadcaster yeah. with a cable that's right. that's got cable management going under the desk so our feet don't get caught up in it. <laughs> it's got to get a power Whoa. source so it stays on. Yeah.
0: A little yeah. speaker. Yeah, yeah. Make that's, sure it it. Make sure that's it. Make sure it don't hurt your foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Make sure I don't step on it by accident. Yeah. Um, Comics Undone is our next question. They do, they upload one time per week or more. They've been on YouTube for a year or more. The type of channel is digital art and commentary. The goal of the channel is to share art and thoughts based on media news. The question is, I categorize my videos as commentary, but I'm not sure if this is right as my videos are me creating artwork, but discussing the origins of the comic subject. I'm not sure if my videos or channel is perceived as conversational or informational. So when it comes to the categories of your video, just try to get it as close as you can. Um, once you publish your video, YouTube has its own categorization that it's going to go through. So just get it as close as you can, the best match that you can, you know, if you're like, Hey, this is the type of video it is. I think this is like the closest thing that would be the best fit for this video. Um, just run with that. And then from there, once it's published and there's some activity on it, then YouTube's going to categorize it on their end anyway. Um, let's see here next up on the list.
1: Are the questions coming in now? Huh? Are the questions coming in now? What do you mean? Before when we started, you said there there were not many
0: questions. Oh, no, I say that at the beginning of all of them. So, it basically just lets people know that, like, there's not a big queue. So, so they
1: are you lying to them?
0: No, because there's, yeah, because there's not a lot.
1: He's lying. D, He's oh, laughing. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it, no, no, no. It's... <laughs> Just I'm not even gonna defend that. Okay, so ladies and
1: gentlemen, welcome to the Niman Live Show. I'm taking this over. There's been a coup.
0: No. A bunch of guys come in and just drag me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking this channel over. I'll let this one die too. <laughs> Oh, love it. Okay. So uh, Home Rapid Repair <laughs> says they upload one time per week or more. Um, they've been on YouTube for less than six months. They do home improvement content. Um, the goal of the channel is to be seen as home improvement pro and affiliate links. The question is, newer channel, five months, thinking about trying uh, live streaming. Do you recommend a web camera for 4K? Um, less than f- a few hundred dollars. Um, so if you want a 4K webcam, there are options for you. Um, I know like Elgato has one. I think that was kind of expensive though, but I think Elgato has one. Um, I know like Logitech has their Brio camera and some other options as well. Um, so there's, you know, for if, you, if your budget is a, is a few hundred bucks, you'll be all right um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to webcams but um, I would I would definitely look into the Elgato option and look into logitech options um, if you're looking for 4k specifically um, so Chantel says here that Logitech Brio is a 4k one other thing that's cool about the logitech Brio is that it also lets you change the angle that is visible so for example if you're in like a smaller room then you can change it to wide angle and it'll make it appear like the room is a little bit bigger and everything's a little bit more comfortable in the scene um, if you want to narrow it down because you're in a bigger room, then in that case, you can kind of isolate it down a little bit so it doesn't just completely open everything up and make you seem like really small in the frame and stuff like that. So it's pretty versatile um, in, in, in that regard.
1: So they said in the and chat. And if you have a
0: Mac, you can actually get the attachment and you can actually use your phone as a webcam now um, as well. Um, and you can connect it directly to your Mac if you have an iPhone as well.
1: So we're going to change the name from Nimmin Live to Nimmin Lies.
0: Nimmin <laughs> Lies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, to Nimmin Lies. Love it, love it. And just tell people bad, just bad just wrong bad information. <laughs> Here's what you need to do with your channel. <laughs> just completely send them the wrong direction.
0: <laughs> How do you get views? Well, you know, just don't upload videos ever. Right. Yeah. Don't right. Upload videos yeah, it's Take the videos app- that are there and yeah. then just don't upload anymore. Right. So just a wrapper um is our next uh channel here. The Music channel is the type of channel. The goal of the <laughs> of course, channel, of yeah, I don't know what's going is. on today. The, the goal of the channel is to be famous one day for my music. And the question is, hey, Nick, um, I recently received, or I recently created my channel, but I still don't know what strategy to use for my growth. I write romantic rap songs and I could make daily shorts with snippets of those songs. That's a really good idea. The reason shorts are a good idea for you, like D mentioned earlier, is, um, is because it gets you in front of people that may have not clicked. So, um, you know, going after shorts with that is really good. Um, but then you say rap songs and I could make daily shorts with snippets of those songs. What do you recommend? Um, Upload them as a lyric video or singing in front of the camera in my room. Thank you. Do it all. Do everything. If you have an idea, if you're like, hey, um, this would be a way to get people to watch my videos and, and like listen to my music as well make shorts of like anything fun that you can think of make lyric videos try singing in front of the or rapping in front of the camera try doing it like a really basic uh like style in terms of like everything just looks like you just turn on your camera and did it that way with your phone try to do it in other ways where everything's a little bit more styled up and you know it's like more you know effort involved try everything and see what people respond to Um, another thing when it comes to shorts as well that you can do and you can also do this on the other platforms also is starting i know this is really popular with music people when it comes to like tiktok and instagram is they will start the video with something and then that that thing that they start with that conversation that they start with will actually lead into the song so then the conversation is something that is just interesting for people to watch and it's really short and then like the person will just drop the song as part of the conversation
1: man maybe they'll even
0: come like right into the hook like they won't like have any type of like big long intros or anything like that like they'll just start the song right where they're actually saying like a certain thing or whatever
1: I for the life of me, I, I won't remember this guy's name. Uh, but I found a guy on TikTok a long time ago, and what he he like sits in his it seems like his truck if I remember right. He's kind of like a kind of like a cowboyish type guy, mm-hmm. right? Like that kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting in his truck, and as soon as you, you scroll in, he just starts telling a story. Mm. And his man, his I forget if anybody knows this guy's name. If it sounds familiar, let me know. And he, he he's a fantastic storyteller. And he just tells a story about like, yeah, so this happened and, you know, I lost my job or whatever. And he's like, lost his
0: job, lost his dog, lost his truck. I'm guessing. No,
1: but no, but it's like, you know, this happened and, you know, I used to be an alcoholic. Whatever it was, Mm. he's really good at telling stories. Like he's really good at telling stories and he he keeps you held the entire time. And at the very end, he was like, I actually wrote a song about it. Mm. I put a link. I remember you telling me about this guy. Yeah. And and man, I was like, I'm checking this dude's song and he's actually really good. Mm. But every video is like that where he just, he tells a story. And he's re- he mastered the art of getting your attention by storytelling
0: and leading you into, and the song.
1: then he introduces you into the song. I got to find this guy's name, and for the life of me, I can't I can't remember his name. But he is fantastic, nice at that. But that was just it was just so smooth. So it's like I didn't even care what I would have bought if he would have like you got to pay for this song. I would have probably bought it. He nice. was that good of a story. Wow, wow, yeah. that's good. Midnight, uh,
0: scroller. I think is uh, is what Lawson. that is. Let
1: me see. Somebody said, "Are you talking about Kevin Lawson?" Let me see.
0: Midnight scroller. Uh, be careful the audio. I don't know if that's no, 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 no. I'm just. Oh. I'm, Midnight Scroller, uh, welcome to the Nimanati. Make sure when you get the chance, you go to Niminvip.com It's going to redirect you to Members Amp, which is the service that I use to manage the channel membership. Make sure you connect everything up there. If you're interested in joining the Facebook group as well, then make sure that you do that. And then once you join in Members Amp, just make sure that you follow the link through to Facebook and that you fill out the information there. Um, and if you can do that before the stream's over, I'll um, I'll get you in there after the stream today.
1: No, that is not him. That oh, that's is, not him. No, nope, different guy.
0: Next up on our list. Um, We have Viral Boom. Viral Boom says they do funny channel and hopes to make people laugh. The goal of the channel is to grow with YouTube, make people laugh and forget about anything else, even if just for a moment, um, and to become monetized. The goal is being just a funny channel. I'm finding it hard to get views. My videos are shorts and funny and just can't get views. What can I do? Okay, if they're funny, people love funny. People love entertainment. They love comedy. So because of that, maybe you need to start looking at exactly how it is that you're like starting them. Make sure you are starting them in a place where it makes sense in terms of grabbing someone's attention. Because if you are going after YouTube shorts, the the difference between YouTube shorts and long form, I mean, all of it, you have to grab somebody's attention. But with shorts, like it's just popping up in their face. It's you, not like, oh, I have this expectation. And as I click this and I'm expecting man. to get something on this other end, it just happens. Bam, you're right there. And then when it starts, that's where you want to, you know, make sure that you're grabbing their attention with whatever funny things it is that you're doing in the video. Because at the end of the day, the build-up side You know, that part also has to be compelling, you know, as you get to the funny part in order for people to stick around. So you can actually go into your um, uh, retention reports and your shorts and you can see how people are responding to what it is that you're doing and just start, you know, playing with different places that you start the videos and things like that until you can figure out for the type of content that you're making, how you can start your videos in a way that will hook a lot of people, you know, when they come in there.
1: Yeah. So I want uh, two things about that. First, I want to back up to the music guy making shorts with his music. Okay. Go. I, I found that a... It hasn't fully invaded YouTube shorts yet, but it's I think it's more on TikTok. The the music culture is still thriving more on TikTok currently. I know that's gonna eventually completely go over to shorts as well but go over there and find musicians who are thriving on the platform and look go through their history man and just watch all of their yeah. videos and see the different ways that they're introducing their music to people it could be storytelling it could be behind the scenes stuff it could be that they're you know going to a shopping mall and singing a song in front of people to get their re- people are being very creative about how yep. they're introducing their music to people so that's number one back to short form general content in general mm-hmm pay attention go go onto YouTube shorts and just as a consumer start you know swiping through and start paying attention and see how long you give someone before you swipe away right for me if you don't get my attention on a short form video within a second flat you're gone yeah it's you know it's like it's like tinder but for content right instead of swiping left and right you're swiping up, up. and down yeah, yeah. you're swiping well, up and down yeah. so if i swipe and man you got one second flat if 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 I don't like the look of your face, if I don't like the sound of your voice, if it's framed weird, if it looks stupid, if it's cropped, whatever, whatever my personal taste is, mm-hmm. if there's anything immediately that turns me off, I just swipe. Yeah. It's too easy to swipe. So as amazing as it is for short form content to basically just remove the, the, the bar of entry, like everyone can make short form content mm-hmm. at the same time, you have to learn how to hook people. Better than ever.
0: Yeah. Because everyone Bec- is making shorts. Because every, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, and more and more people are, are it, making shorts and yeah.
1: Exactly. It, you you you're right. You have to hook them faster than ever and you have to hold them because it's just too easy to swipe. Yeah. Like clicking takes effort. Swiping, zero effort.
0: So really quick, my road trip and adventure says I'm getting around 70 subscribers a month. Is that okay? Absolutely, you're growing, right? You're heading in that right direction. You're doing the thing. People are responding to what it is that you're doing. Um, you know, it's possible that you'll be able to, you know, ramp that up too. You know, as you continue on. But you know, you're you're off to you're off to a great start. Um, let's see here. There's something else I wanted to. Uh, Midnight Madness, four x four in the house. What's up, dude? Hope Midnight you're doing fantastic. Yes.
1: What's up, Charlie?
0: So uh, let's see here. So next up, we've got Jacker Crackers. They do tech content, gold the channel subs. The next question, or sorry, the question is, tell me how you would target search for a Singapore expat. Um, I would make videos on everything that a Singapore expat needs to know. And I would optimize those based on the very specific question. And then I would add some type of compelling element to it um, in order to uh, solve, you're essentially solving the problems. Just like I solve problems for YouTubers, you would be solving problems for expats. So the idea is that when you are oops, I still have this up there. So the idea is when you are, you know, thinking like, okay, if I want to get in front of, uh, you know, expats, um, that are going to Singapore, then in that particular case, what are all the things that they're looking for when it comes to Singapore? And then how can I make a video about that to help them better understand the experience that they're going to get, or if they're already there helping them, you know, better navigate what it is that they're, that they're looking for. So one thing that you, one place that you might want to start, if you don't know is like go into like their Facebook groups, go into like anything. That you can find online where they're hanging out, any subreddits, anything like that. And um, you can even ask questions there. Like, hey, is there anything that, you know, before moving to Singapore um, that you, you know, that you, that you wish you would have known? Ask questions like that, you'll get feedback. Um, in addition to that, as an expat in Singapore, um, you know what? What are some questions that you have about you know things that you're currently dealing with that you know that that you would love to like see a video on, or just what are some questions that you have about things that you deal with as an expat here? Um, just like you know we deal with you know living out of the country as well. Um, you know there's a whole slew of things that you deal with as an expat, and I would just target answers to every single one of those. In addition Man. to that, if you're trying to get in front of them, um, first off, I would answer all their questions for YouTube so that you can leverage YouTube search for that and Google search as long as your videos perform well in terms of you know it creates a satisfactory experience for the people that are interacting with it um but then i would also start like a facebook group for it um so that that way you can start getting like additional communities so that you can like really just immerse yourself um in the in the in you know in front of the people that you're that you're you know trying to reach with your content
1: Yeah, I'm sure Singapore expats have some sort of an online group, some sort of a message board. Yeah, I would go there and I would just scour the titles for everything. Hey, where do I buy this? How do I do that? How do I hook up my electricity? Do I need an ID for this? I would just browse that daily for for content IDs because those are things that people are looking for, Right. right? Solve their
0: problems cooking with squirrel. Says that they uh, do food and philanthropy content. The goal of the channel is to help spread knowledge of worthy causes through food. The question is, this may be frivolous, but you said that you were short on questions, so would you be interested in my me developing a recipe for you? The west, the recipe would be shared via a video on my channel. Um, so that's cool. Keep in mind, I'm an extremely picky eater, and I don't eat squirrel. So um, I don't know. If, <laughs> I, I don't know if squirrels the name, or if like you actually make a lot of your food with squirrels. I'm not sure. But if you, um, uh, either way. Yeah, absolutely. That would be that would be cool. Hear me out.
1: Squirrel pizza.
0: All right, next question is uh, My I Tarn try. Loft.
1: My I Tarn try. Loft. <laughs> I tried. I've eaten worse.
0: Has a uh, uh, how to knit channel. They do how to knit and crocheting, focusing on affiliate links in a merch shop. The goal of the channel is monetization of the channel, affiliate marketing in a merch shop. The question how can I get people to watch longer so I can monetize my channel? So, first is when it comes to getting people to watch longer, the very first thing you have to make sure that you're thinking about is when somebody sees my thumbnail and my title, what is the expectation that they're getting from that thumbnail and title? What could they possibly expect? to get once they click on that thumbnail and or title and then once they land on the video how can you match that expectation or basically inform them that they're in the right place or show them or demonstrate in some way through the content that they're in the right place and then start giving them the information or the showing them the thing or you know whatever based around you know the expectation that they would have coming into the content in addition to that there are mistakes that people can make when they're putting their videos together um, that you know will cause people to leave their videos so because of that what you want to do for your audience in your channel is you want to go into your audience retention reports. Um, if you are not familiar with what that is, an audience retention report is a graph that we get for every single video that we publish that shows us exactly how people respond to our content second by second. So there's that version. There's also a version of the audience retention reports. If you're on a computer and you go into it, you get a drop down, And um, one of the versions also shows how your videos compare to other videos on YouTube of similar length um, so that you can see competitively how you're doing. So you get to see the absolute version of your video like this is how you know people are responding to my video and then you also get to see how people respond to videos of a similar length so you can see like my video information is teaching me how to make better videos based on when people leave. And the, um, you know, how my videos compare to others are showing me how competitive my videos are with other content creators on the platform, making videos of a similar length. And then now they also added something new, which actually shows you exactly where people are leaving in the video. So like, you'll hit one point, and you'll be like, wow, I lost like 300 people right here. And you know, it, it really puts a big highlight on exactly what's happening. And it gives you like numbers behind the graph that you're seeing, um, which is also, you know, really helpful. But they just introduced this, like uh, I think like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. So um, so because of that, you want to make sure that you go in there and you actually use, like the reason this is important and the reason you want to do it this way is because you're using the feedback that you're getting from the viewers that are interacting with your content. And when you can learn to make the better content for the viewers, then everything else will fall into place, right? So the uh, whole idea with with making videos on YouTube is that you have to learn over time what your, what your target audience does and does not respond to, and then you have to design your videos accordingly. Now, keep in mind, every video doesn't have to keep people watching to the end, you know, a hundred percent. But the closer to that that you get, and if you keep people engaging in your videos and watching additional videos and coming back to your channel and clicking on your videos at a competitive rate, then your videos are going to do awesome. You know, the closer that you get to that, you know, to that, um, you know, one hundred percent. But keep in mind that it's totally normal for you know people to come into your videos and then your stats, you know, start tapering off from there. That's totally normal. But the reason I'm saying the thing about the one hundred percent is because you know YouTube says that you know you want to try to get to as you know close to 100% as possible because that is a reflection of the experience that people are having when they're interacting with your content and the better that experience is the the higher the likelihood of YouTube continuing to show that content to more people that are just like the people in terms of what they consume um, or what they watch on YouTube that are just like the people that are already positively interacting with your content
1: what about new people new people
0: what do you mean <laughs> Next up, were you saying nude people. Yeah. What about nude people? I was,
1: yeah, I was calling back to your nude. people. Oh.
0: Group, yeah. <laughs> Trey Carter, um, is the next question here says, um, they do jit- 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 uh, jujitsu content. They do news about the jiu-jitsu community and education. The goal of the channel is to create a personal brand and help support the gym. I own the question is I'm thinking about starting a podcast and I don't know if I should post it to my channel or start a new channel for the podcast. Would this hurt my channel? If I made the podcast on my only channel, um, it would be related to, to uh, jujitsu. So right now, I don't know is the answer to that question. But what I can tell you is that um, Rene Ritchie, who uh, was in the chat earlier today, um, he put out a video on the Creator Insider channel, which is a YouTube channel that is ran and created by people that work at YouTube. Um, they give you the lead on like features that are coming out, things are working on, stuff like that. I recommend everybody here subscribe to that channel. Um, but basically, um, he put out a video there answering that question. And one of the things that he said in there was that um, right now, test it right. They said, you know, put your podcast up there, give it like 30 days of, you know, just kind of publishing on your regular channel. If you want to see how people respond to it. And as you're doing that, if you find that there is some type of negative response, because the audience that you have, isn't responding to it, you know, the way that you would like them to, then in that case, you know, starting a second channel might be the idea or might be the right path. Um, but if you find that your audience does respond well to it and that everything is going well with your podcast, having it on your main channel, then in that case, you know, keeping it on your main channel would be the, uh, would be the move there. But just as a heads up, um, so in your case specifically since you are talking about podcasting and anybody else here that is doing podcasting um on my last piece of content that I published here on this channel was the news that I published yesterday. If you go into the video description of that video, there's going to be a link to a PDF that is from YouTube. And it is like a best practice guide for podcasting to YouTube. So you want to make sure that you download that read through everything on there. And it's going to share a ton of information for you just on like setting it up and things that you need to keep in mind when it comes to putting your podcast together on YouTube, um, so that you can, you know, increase the chances of you, you know, getting the best possible response out of what it is that you're doing.
1: Man, you didn't take one breath during all of that. That was incredible.
0: I don't know if that's good or bad. Maybe maybe it's the gills that I have back here, or it could Seriously, be just I, like breathing while talking. Yeah, I'm not sure. I
1: don't know how you do that. Yeah, you yeah, didn't maybe. take a single. You know breath. Kenny G.
0: You know who Kenny G is? Of course, he knows who Kenny G is. So with Kenny G, he actually like uh, he can play it while he's breathing in and out at the same time. Yeah, they yeah, did, did pretty that. With,
1: cool. Yeah, that's a technique they use. They do that with Diggeradoos too. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice, nice,
0: nice. Maybe I should get into that. Maybe I should get into digger doing.
1: Digger, yeah, yeah. How, how,
0: how would, how would you turn that into an action? Are you a a
1: digger doer? I don't know, but there's a guy who plays.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I know. Yeah. yeah, like, like would would, would, would you be a. Because, like, if you're a guitar, like, if you play guitar, you're a guitarist. You're a are you're a digger If you play doist. piano, you're a pianist. You're a digger a doist. Digger a doist. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go like, you hey, might get into that.
1: Go up there and just say, hey, uh, I hate to bother you, but if you don't have tuberculosis, I would love to borrow your digger a do. Right. And just, you know, it, give it a shot and see.
0: Yeah, just sit there and just, like, yeah. That'd be good yeah yeah it might be my it might be my hidden talent that i don't know you that never i never know man yeah.
1: you might end up being yeah. like a world-class digger player. maybe
0: maybe next thing you know i'm like down at the sunday market every sunday just sitting out there just jamming hey, out with my digger <laughs>
1: <laughs> weirder things have happened right <laughs> i've seen you do weirder things than that <laughs> hanging out with your digger <laughs> so
0: uh hey really quick um so he's still um he's still here so um uh hey, roberto so renee oh roberto's in here too yeah. roberto what's up dude so, um, Renee mentioned the new podcast features on YouTube just announced, make it work better if you want a podcast on your main channel. Um, but it still depends on audience topic and format fit. So that's the, you know, that's the reason that you want to experiment to see if, if it's a good fit for, uh, for your, you know, for your, uh, crowd or not.
1: Fitness boss says you should play the bagpipes. It's called, uh ah, there's the word circular breathing. Circular yeah, breathing. I, I forgot the name of that. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think I might do that when I, uh, when I, when I go on my, my answer rants, possibly, yeah. I don't know. Gaming with
1: Sarah. Learn how to
0: play the Diggeradu. Yeah, I do that while I'm answering questions. <laughs>
1: no, Just no. I you mean, you're gonna go down there and try. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I oh, mean, I might if
0: I see him. Yeah, I I, try, like I'll be man. a little bit like, weird about because it's like a, a breath instrument, like so I'll be a little bit weird. Swapping. Yeah, it's kind of gross. That's why I
1: said ask if they've got yeah. tuberculosis. Yeah, like hey, hey, do you have
0: like uh, you know I like could clean one of these I can play with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it might be step one, right? Yeah. Or hey. if there's
1: a dude, dude, uh, one of those shops here. No, you don't have any diseases, do you? Right. Something like that. <laughs> Not I mean, always I'm clean. works.
0: I'm clean. <laughs> I'm clean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you look clean. I mean, this cl- <laughs> this instrument looks pretty clean. It's yeah. probably yeah, fine. Yeah, you
1: look clean to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll trust you. So, yeah. <laughs> Gaming with Sarah. <laughs> oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> Gaming with Sarah says, uh, Buckle yeah. Buckle up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. <laughs> we're, we're into the first hour of the <laughs> Nimmin Live show. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh,
0: the I gotta start back up here at the top for this one. Okay, yeah, so gaming do. with Sarah. Um, how many gamers do we have in here? If you're a gamer, just say me. But, uh, gaming Sarah uploads every other day. Um, they've been making videos for one year. Uh, the question is, um, is it, oh no, no, sorry. Uh, it's a gaming channel. The goal of the channel is my goal is to grow my channel as far as I can. I'm close to a thousand. Congratulations to you for almost crossing your first 1000 subscribers. Um, and the question is how to get a lot of views and subscribers. Good question. So when it comes to getting views and subscribers on YouTube, um, basically everything is going to come down to how people respond to your content. And I know that sounds kind of like a cop out in terms of an answer, but here's what you want to think about. So the very first thing is the videos that you're publishing. If you're doing longer form content, meaning not shorts, then in that particular case, what you want to make sure that you're thinking about is in order to get a view from a video that you publish, what's going to happen is YouTube is going to show your content to people on home pages. They're going to show it to people, you know, suggested next to other videos. They're going to show it in the subscription feed for anybody, you know, that subscribed to your channel. Um, they're also depending on, you know, how you put everything together, they might even show it in some search results and things like that. So what's going to happen is they're going to show your content to people. That's called an impression on YouTube. So when they show your content to somebody, the next step is that you have to be able to help people identify that your content is about something that they might care about. And then you have to compel those people to click on it, or it has to be informative enough to where they can make the decision like, yeah, I want to check this out. And then they click on it, and then they come into your video. From there, what's going to happen next is the people are going to either stick around and watch, you know, a decent part of your video, or they're going to leave, or they're going to watch the whole video. And what happens is, if they hit the video and they leave quickly, then that tells YouTube that people aren't really enjoying that content, if that happens with a lot of people. But if people, you know, click on that video, and they watch it for a while, and let's say they give it a thumbs up, let's say they subscribe to the channel, maybe they leave a comment, something like that, then in that case, that tells YouTube, like, hey, people are clicking on this, and they're watching it, and they're having, like, a pretty good experience here. And when that happens, then what happens on the YouTube side is it says, okay. The people that are having a positive experience with this content, who else is on the platform right now um, that that the system thinks would be a good fit for this content? And then that process is going to rinse and repeat for additional people. So what you have to do is you have to learn over time. And this is why they give us our analytics, which is the statistics behind our YouTube channels but what you have to do is you have to use those analytics to over time learn how you through experimentation you learn how to get people to respond better to your thumbnails and titles you learn how to come up with better topic ideas for the content that you're putting out or at least things that just resonate better with the people you're trying to reach and then through your audience retention reports that I mentioned earlier that's where you learn how to craft videos and put them together in a way that your audience responds to at the best level that you're willing to put the effort into to get them to Um, and from there once you get all of that in place and you're putting out content that people respond to um, you know, at a competitive level for the platform. And I say competitive level because if you're publishing videos and people are not responding to yours compared to how they're responding to other channels that YouTube thinks is a good fit for that viewer, then in that particular case, the other content is going to get prioritized over yours because it's generating response. It's giving YouTube, the system, what it wants because it's keeping people on the platform. It's continuing to have them, you know, watch videos and just engage with the platform, which is what they want. So when your content doesn't serve that, then it ends up, you know, kind of, uh, if there was a ranking system, it would end up, you know, kind of falling lower in the ranks where content that is performing better in terms of the viewer experience is, is you know, put, it's prioritized, right? Because it's doing the job that you YouTube wants it to do. So in order to get a lot of views and subscribers on your channel, what you have to do is you have to learn over time, some people can learn quicker than others. Some people innately know how to do some of the stuff. Other people, they have to go through a long learning curve, you know, figuring out how to do, you know, all the things required. Um, And then some people will come on, they'll learn quickly and they'll hit the ground, you know, relatively, you know, running. But the idea is you have to go through that process of learning how to, you know, Facilitate that viewing experience, and when you do that, and you get it to a competitive level, that's where you start getting more videos on your v, uh, more views on your videos. That's where people start subscribing to your channel more and things like that. I guess so. Yep, that's what you
1: say. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, next up on the list here, we've got uh are number twenty one already, cruising wow. through these. Yeah, it goes fast, doesn't it? Considering how long it
1: takes you to answer a know, question, right? that's
0: impressive. It is. It is. It's crazy. So we've
1: been streaming for just a little, a little over an hour. hour. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Is it time to do our TikTok dance? No. Oh, okay, we're not gonna do that yet. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that for later. Yeah. So um Autumn Hathaway um says they upload one time per week or more. Um they've been on YouTube a year or more. The uh, type of channel is an art process channel. The goal of the channel is play button and beyond. Pew.
1: Let's talk the, about play buttons for a moment.
0: And the question is, hey, Nick and D, thanks for all you do. Hey. I'm thinking about sharing hey. my channel art process videos that would be similar to ASMR reactions slash ambient type videos, for instance, music only while doing a meditative watercolor process. Should I test this out on my channel by putting them in a playlist to see if I get a response before I would start a new channel for it? And how do those types of channels monetize? Um, so when it comes to like ASMR, ASMR. content, um, you know, typically through ads and like crowdfunding is how they'll monetize. Um, when it comes to like relax, relaxation type videos, in that case, it'll be the ad revenue. In some cases, people will create products, um, around, um, you know, meditation and things like that. And then they'll drive people into those.
1: Breathe,
0: Um, But when it comes to testing it on your channel, um, I wouldn't necessarily do that because if you already have an art channel that shares people, um, you know, the process of your art, then in that case, you don't want to present those people with an ASMR video or or something like that. Unless you're unless you're planning to either make that a pillar of content that you're going to be doing on the channel on a regular basis or unless you plan to pivot the channel in that direction. So when it comes to, you know, that you can't really I mean, technically you could, but it's not really efficient to test a different content type on your channel or targeted for like a different type of viewer. Um, um, on your channel compared to starting a new channel for it because the people that YouTube is showing the content to on your art channel may not be into that you know type of content anyway for some of those initial people that are going to see it. Long term still might be fine, but in terms of that initial response that you might get, um, it might come out a little bit dry Super at first, which might make you think that it's not you know a good a good avenue to walk down, so to speak. So because of that, um, if you're wanting to experiment with it, if it's not in alignment with what it is that you're doing in your main channel, then I would just start the new channel for it and just have have you know the new channel as the experiment um is what is what i would do there
1: yeah everybody's breathing for you you know what you know what Streamyard needs as a feature they need a clock Mm. like a start stop clock so i've seen
0: that actually recommended in their um in their uh facebook group
1: so like we can see how long it actually takes you between breaths Mm. yeah that would be impressive it would be good go and i could control it start stop start stop
0: Cooking with Squirrel says, where would be the um, best to send you a questionnaire for food likes, dislikes, et cetera. I use these to develop recipes, um, a DM on Twitter. So if you have a Twitter account, um, DM there is the is uh, is the is the best way. Or you can send me an email to asknemon at gmail.com. Um, I think I've got a link to that down in the description as well. I think I have the email down there. Or you can just go to the About Me page on my YouTube channel um, and then hit the business inquiry um, button there. And then my email will pop up there as well that's pretty cool yeah i do have hidden gills goth farmer Uh,
1: yeah back back over here this
0: side where people can't see him no they can see him there so then on this side
1: what's (laughs) funny about this and anyone who's actually met him in person at an event or something like he doesn't go like this normally Mm -hmm. like he can he can carry a conversation but something happens when the camera comes on it's like gills activated yep and he just goes and then when you do breathe sometimes it looks painful mm. you'll be like oh, oh, you'll yeah, try to, sometimes it is yeah like yeah you,
0: what, what happens is i'll be going and then like something will happen in there yeah and uh and then i have to kind of correct whatever is happening in yeah. there yeah yeah that's what happens because
1: the air is going through the wrong gill yeah. yeah yeah it might be yeah and you look <laughs> yeah. like you're in pain You're like,
0: "Oh." i start flopping on so the floor like a fish yeah, yeah.
1: so weird <laughs> sometimes i look at you and i think do we really have the same parents,
0: <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, he told me the, like most of my childhood. He told me I was adopted, you know, like growing up. So, uh, and your yeah. adult,
1: and your adult,
0: <laughs> yeah, and some of my adult, <laughs> like too, like like today, actually, over food. Yeah. He's like, you know, just a reminder, man. I want to <laughs> let you know you're adopted, just in case,
1: in case just you forgot. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about just like random news, and that you know, just in case you forgot. <laughs>
0: You're adopted. And uh, <laughs> mom sent me a message and said she doesn't really care that much for you. Yeah. So, you know, that was the uh, conversation today. Yeah. But the um, the next channel here is no people, no problems. Um, they do off grid living content. The goal of the channel is to grow, monetize and teach potential lifestyle. And the question is when uh, this 52 year old Serbian, American dude can get his channel review. I'm not struggling. I'll oh, win. When, uh, when can this maybe um, I'm not struggling, but I am sure this there's room to improve. uh, posting videos last three months. I have 800 subscribers and 214 hours. Thank you guys for everything that you're doing to help us. So when it comes to the channel reviews, um, I'm currently doing channel reviews on the Tube Spanner YouTube channel. So make sure you're subscribed over there. Um, You can go to uh, Google or not Google, but YouTube search and look for just Tube Spanner. um, And that'll take you to that channel. Um, So I'm going to be doing those probably weekly. We're just kind of, we're still talking about the exact cadence for those, but it's probably going to end up being weekly. So, um, so you want to make sure you're subscribed to that channel for the channel reviews and they come up randomly. If it's a monetization channel review where I'm looking at the channel trying to, you know, brainstorm with you on different things you can do to monetize, um, I do those on this channel. Um, so just keep an eye out for, you know, when those are going to post. I usually only put those out maybe like an hour, two hours, maybe three hours before I do the actual stream. So Scrap- make sure your notifications are turned on.
1: Scrap and Palette Man comes in with a great testimonial. He says, listening to these brothers brought my YouTube channel over 200,000 subscribers. Nice. Love it. Love it. It's not us, man. Listen, you have awesome, fascinating content. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. Like, channels like his are just absolutely fascinating. They are. Because you just, like, you go along on the journey. Right. Right. You're there. They just take you right there. Uh, Question. Do you strap the camera to your head or your chest? I'm curious where you put your camera.
0: Next up. Yep. We've got. Uh, let's see here. Uh, geology dude. Geology dude uploads every other day. They do geology education and rock identification. The goal of the channel is eventually monetize and influence. The question is: eighty percent of my viewers are from non-English speaking countries, but forty percent of my viewers are not listed with any country by YouTube Analytics. Where could these unlisted viewers originate? Yeah, if they're not, if they're not showing you where they are, um, then in that case, maybe they have their. Uh, they're either like just not logged into YouTube, or maybe they um, you know have you know, like the tracking turned off in their browsers or something like that, maybe for their locations. I know like, you know, in my case, anytime Google pops up and they're like, let me know your location, unless I'm like needing it for maps or something, I, I never let them do that. Um, and I don't know why. It's not that I'm like paranoid about it because they know anyway. But um, but when they ask that, just for whatever reason, I always say no for my location. Who? But, you know, in terms of those viewers not showing up um, for their location, it could just be, you know, it could just be that. But um, here you say, where uh, could these un listed viewers originate, can I assume these are VPN accounts accessing from China? Thanks for your advice. No, I wouldn't assume that at all. Um, because if it was a VPN account, then in that case, VPNs will still, or they should still show up um, as coming from, you know, some type of location that could, you know, be tracked, essentially. So I would say that that's, that's probably not the case, but it might be logged out viewers, maybe. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure exactly. You know, if YouTube can't identify it, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really sure uh, where, where those would be coming from. I mean, from. unless your comment
1: section is full of people writing in mandarin right
0: then, right yeah i guess that would be a good yeah, indicator that would yeah. be a good
1: indicator like, well i mean everybody's yeah. just writing mandarin in my yeah. in my comment section yeah. but unless that's happening probably not
0: so the next question that we have here is from her heel review um they do movie and tv reviews the goal of the channel is to gain a community um, of a thousand folks who love to talk about movies the question i'm 230 for my goal what do you suggest um for that final push towards a thousand Keep doing what got you to uh, to 800. Uh, you know, g- do what got you to where you're at, um, because people are responding to what it is that you're doing. So do what got you there. Um, but in addition to that, just make sure that you have you know kind of looked and kind of zoomed out at your channel because you know you are you know reaching those milestones, which means that you're getting views on your videos, which means you have activity happening on your channel. So make sure that you are also going through the process of making sure that like the channel's set up properly in terms of you have playlists um, organized into sections on your channel based on things. That people come to your channel for. Make sure that you have your about me page filled out. Make sure you have description links um, in all of your descriptions that lead people into other relevant content. Make sure you're pinning comments on videos on all of your videos that are recommending additional content on your channel, either videos or playlists. Make sure that you're using your community posts and that you're bringing people in back into your channel by sharing videos and playlists there. Um, but basically, just just zoom out and 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 look at your channel like you're interacting with it as a viewer and think to yourself, okay, how can I make this easier for people to find more of my content if they're already enjoying it, which they are because you're approaching a thousand subscribers. So, in that particular case, then you what you're doing is you're building what I call a watch time trap, which is just a fun way to say you're just making it easy for people to find more of your content. Okay, so that would be the thing that I would do is just make sure that you have all that stuff um, lined out, and then if you wanted to on your road to uh, 1,000 subscribers. You've also had some content that generated more views, some content that generated more subscribers and so on. So another thing that you wanna do is you wanna go in and you wanna figure out using your analytics which content is performed best based on, you know this one generates more watch time. When I put out videos about this, they typically get more subscribers. I do videos about this, they typically get more views, those types of things, and start figuring out the content. Since you're trying to reach that subscriber milestone, if you can figure out the content that typically drives more people to subscribe on your channel, then also making more that content you know for you to cross that line a little bit quicker is also something to consider
1: we have a super chat 100 tie bot thank you from draco marine services nice thank you for that draco <laughs> marine services uh, they said starting a donation for d's play button nice nice <laughs>
0: So,, uh, next up on the list here, we appreciated. We've got uh, oops, sorry I did hear her heel review. We're on number twenty five now. Awesome. Um so, what's on Netflix now is our next question. Um, the type of channel. Is my channel focuses on movie and show updates on Netflix? The goal of the channel is definitely to make YouTube a source of revenue. And the question is, am I doing things right, or am I just wasting my time? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I'm guessing if you are giving people ideas on, you know, things that they can watch on Netflix, or you're doing like reviews of, you know, Netflix shows and things like that. If that's what you're doing, then in that particular case, I'm going to guess that, uh, you know, people are that you're, you know, providing value of some kind. And really when it comes to YouTube providing value in terms of thinking like, okay, what can I do on my channel to, you know, add value to others? As soon as you figure that out, then it just comes to figuring out how to fine-tune things and and, and, and you know get people to respond better. I just looked at your channel. You've got um, over a thousand subscribers on it, you've got eighteen thousand subscribers, so you know, you're going you know, you're doing the thing. So because of that, next step would be uh, to go in and start, you know, fine tuning what it is that you're doing um, in order to accelerate things, if that's what you're interested in, um, or just finding out the content that you need to start doubling down on. So in your case, I see that you are making content about a bunch of different types of shows. Um, I would guess that some of the shows are going to historically do better than others when you're talking about them. So because of that, you know, just figuring out the right types of, you know, content that the people that YouTube is showing your content to, figuring out the the content that they typically are the types of of shows that they typically respond to best and doubling down on that stuff um, would definitely be something to consider.
1: i want to add something to that because I've been asked that a lot. When people look at my channel, am I wasting my time? Mm-hmm. I would say this. Um, Think about anything that you've done. Like if you go to the gym, are you wasting your time when you go to the gym? Are you wasting your time when you're trying to diet? Are you wasting your time when you're trying to learn a new skill? Same thing with YouTube, right? Like you're not wasting your time if you're actively trying to learn how to get better. You're learning how to edit better. You're learning how to make a better video. You're learning how to tap into the right audience. Like you're not wasting your time if you're actively trying to improve yourself. But if you're just throwing stuff up against the wall and you're not actually trying to improve yourself, then, yeah, you are wasting your time. Yeah. In
0: his case, like, um, or their case,
1: thousand subscribers, 18,000, 18,000,
0: definitely not wasting your time. Um, coastal diva is our next question here. Um, they do coastal home decor shopping. Um, the goal that, Hey, one more thing really quick on wasting the time. This one just kind of showed up late, but when, 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 when it looks at, when you, when you're thinking about if your YouTube efforts are wasting your time or not, think about two things. One is If there's something that you're trying to accomplish with your YouTube channel, are you moving in the direction of accomplishing that thing? Are you accomplishing it already? If the answer is yes, then no, you're not wasting time. The other thing is if you are, if your goal is to provide some type of value to others, um, in that particular case, are you providing that value? If the answer is yes, then that would also be to where you're not wasting your time. Um, when it comes to that,
1: does it make you happy? Like, do you enjoy doing it? Like I do a lot of, dumb things that I'm probably technically wasting my time on but like they bring joy to me so like it doesn't matter at the end of the day like I doing these things make me happy Mm -hmm. like giving you a hard time right right? like I'm not not I'm wasting your time but like that gives me such joy like you have no idea right (laughs) yeah if it makes you happy and you're moving forward man you're not wasting your time
0: Coastal Diva is our next question here. Um, They do coastal home decor shopping. Um, The goal of the channel is would like some income from it in the future. The question is, I don't seem to be able to read analytics well enough to figure out why some videos get hundreds of views and others less than 100. What analytics should I be concentrating on and why? Okay, so first, you need to. Great question. Great question. Yeah. So first, you need to. um, um, First. Oh, never mind. I thought you were on camera. Okay, so first um, you need to look at how people are clicking on your thumbnails compared to the impressions that you're getting. And you need to look at that from the traffic sources. So in order to find this, you go into your content itself, and then you go in like one video, pick a video, and then you would do this for each individual video. But you go into content, pick a video, and then click on analytics. Once you're in analytics, then you click on advanced analytics. There you click on traffic sources, and then you can isolate this down to date range if you want. But what you're going to see there is you're going to see um, your your traffic traffic um, broken down by where it's coming from. So you're gonna see browse features, which is um, like YouTube homepage and you know that sort of stuff. You're going to see um, suggested videos. You're going to see search. You're going to see channel pages. You know, you're gonna see a big list of things there. What you wanna make sure you're looking at is browse and um, and suggested, unless you're also targeting search then you would add that to it as well. Um, you wanna focus on those because that's where you know most of the views come from. And then from there, you're going to see the impressions that you're getting in those areas. You're gonna see the average view durations you're getting you're in those areas. You're going to also see your click-through rate in those areas. So you want to make sure that you're looking at those so that you can make sure that you are getting traffic from the places that you're intending to. And if you're not and you see numbers are really low, and just as a quick disclaimer here, it's normal if you have low impressions for the numbers to be like inflated a little bit. um, And it's also normal to where if you get a lot of impressions that it actually pushes the numbers down. So like you'd be like, wow, you know, I've got you know a million views on this, but my click-through rate is low. It's because you got a million views on it. um, um, or it's because you got mil, you know, tons and tons of impressions on this is why the click-through rate is actually low, right? So it's not that, I, you know, like, hey, I got a million views on this, but why is, why is my click-through rate like 2%? Right, it's because you got you know tons of impressions on that video. Next, um, you need to look at your audience retention reports. You need to see how people are responding to the video content itself, um, and what you want to look for there is you just want to look for places where people are dropping off of your video. So what this looks like is if you're looking at your graph and it's going like this, you're going to look for any place where there's dips like this. Um, YouTube actually shows you some of this; they show you points of interest and things like that um, to show you like where you're you know doing great. Um, so you know, look for those as well, and then what you want to do is you want to look in those areas. And you want to say, okay, where people are dropping off, what happened right here, like right before people started dropping off or right as people started dropping off? Um, you know, in this part right here, where it seems people kind of dip down and then it dipped back up again, that's a skip. So if people were skipping from here to here, why do I think that, you know, why do I think they skipped this particular part? Um, did I set it up wrong? Did I not add enough information to this part? Did I make it sound kind of weird? So therefore, you know, people skip through that. But basically, you want to look at that. And by the way, for, for how to read that graph, YouTube has a little icon icon there Um, it has like a little question mark on it if you hover over that then it actually has these little graphs that pop up and show you what each one of the lines within those graphs mean so make sure that you look at that for guidance but when you're looking at that all you do is you look for places that were satisfying viewers and those are typically you know flatter lines Um, and then you look for places that cause people to leave which is you know the things that where they either dip down um, because people are leaving or they skip, right, where they dip down and come back up, um, because those are areas that, you know, viewers weren't satisfied with, or, you know, places where people chose to leave. And then you want to try to theorize why you think people left, and then you test your theories on new content that you publish to try to kind of fill in those holes. Um, So when it comes to that, you want to make sure you're looking at those. You also want to make sure that you're looking at your End screens because it's important when it comes to people interacting with your content. Of course, if we get one view on a video, it's fantastic. It's like, hey, this is great. Um, But what's even better is if that one viewer can watch that one video. And then because you set up your end screen properly and you're literally telling people, hey, watch this other relevant video next. um, And of course, you define what that video is. And then when people are clicking on your end screens and they're watching more of your content, then you're also like multiplying your views there as well. Plus, you're showing YouTube that, hey, you can trust me with your viewers. If people come into this particular video, they're going to, a lot of people are going to enjoy this video. They're going to make it to the end of this video. They're going to click and they're going to watch another video, which is going to extend the watch time that's happening here, the session time on my channel, um, which is a really great thing. So you want to, you know, your click-through rate, your audience retention reports, and you want to look at, you know, how, how, you know, people are, are, are uh, you know, clicking on your additional videos and your end screens or pin comments or, you know, however you're getting them into additional videos. Um, you also want to consider looking at, you know, the likes that you're getting on your videos, look at the subscriber conversions. And what those show you is those show you things that are resonating. So for example, you can ask somebody to subscribe, but the people that are actually going to subscribe are going to subscribe because they want more of that content. So you're going to be able to identify content that you publish on your channel that typically drives more subscribers. And when you find that content, start thinking like, okay, why do I think people really responded to this? And why why do I think people subscribe to my channel more from this piece of content compared to my other videos? Was I being more personable? Did I share a lot more You know, information? Did I show them really something cool? Um, Was I, you know, with my travel vlog, was I in this like really cool location? And it was a lot of locals that just appreciated me making the videos. so they subscribe? Like, what's going on? Um, But then you start also testing those theories um, to, you know, see in other videos to see if, uh, you know, the theories that you're coming up with are correct, but you prove or disprove them through making additional content and applying whatever it is that you come up with from there. Um, In addition to that, you also want to look at the amount of people that you're getting coming back to your channel, because that shows you again that people are satisfied with your content because they keep coming back to watch more and you also wanna make sure that you're looking to see and ensure that you're also pushing into new viewership because you cannot grow your YouTube channel if you do not have new people watching your content because if you only have people that are already engaged, already subscribed to your channel, if those are the only people watching your content, then you're not growing, you're stagnant. But if you are pushing into new audiences, that's where what gives you the opportunity to grow. So you wanna make sure you're paying attention to all of those things because all of those things help you identify the satisfaction that people are having with your content or just the the overall you know experience that people are having when they're interacting with your content and the better that you can make all of that for the people that you're interacting with the better that you're gonna end up doing long term
1: holy moly next somebody rewatch that and and tell me how long he went without a we're gonna have
0: to put that in the the chat GPT and do like a uh, summarize this right 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 summarize (laughs) this
1: (laughs) so uh, got a super chat
0: next up okay really quick super wise chat. to the word says um thanks for all the great advice um i have a word origins channel with a goofy spin only 70 subscribers i worry that each word seems for a separate subject or audience although under the Etymology, I'm not even sure what that word is. Etymology um, niche, etymology niche? Uh, maybe that's word I, I speaking. I'm not word sure.
1: origins channel with a goofy mm-hmm. spin. I don't so know. I guess it's like the history of words. Here, I'm just going to pull it up. I worry each word. Yeah, sometimes it's easier to look at the channel. Yeah, give me I worry one that second. Each here. word seems for a separate subject and audience. It's possible. I mean, you well, might. Give be-
0: me one second. I'm going to pull up your channel just so I can have a better understanding before I answer that question.
1: I mean, if you're talking about the origin of words, I would assume that that would attract people who are also interested in the origin of words. And not people who are just interested in like hippopotamus, right?
0: Okay, Lord of but the Rings, everyday precious word origins. Um, so, really quick, um, for your video titles, just a quick thing because it's it, it's here. So I just I gotta let you know. Um, I wouldn't put hashtags directly in your in your video titles. Etymology
1: is where words come from. I learned something new today, right?
0: Um, ambulance, it's an emergency to know um, its origins and uh, meanings. Mm. The meaning. Okay, so yeah, so, so you know basically, it, it is. It's teaching people the history of words. Okay, that's you know pretty that. cool. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah. Don't, so, or
1: aren't we stupid?
0: So, in that case, you know, when you are going <laughs> Words. after, like I know, right? <laughs> so, yeah. American education, right there. So, so when when you um, when you are seen that word before, when you are making content um, at you know because you're one of the things that you're one of the pieces of content you're talking about here is Lord of the Rings, Um, and then another one is like fourteen money terms, and then another one is like a plethora of bloody origins. I'm not sure what that is, Um, and then you have another money one. So, like the two money ones, of course, would go for the similar audience, Um, but then when you throw in like Lord of the Rings, for example, that might you know kind of go against you know possibly the audience that you're trying to reach. So one thing that I would think about if you're going to do the word origins is I don't know if you're on Reddit or not, but I would guess that there's a subreddit that has something to do with what it is that you're making your videos about in terms of like the origins of words or something, you know, some type of nuance of, you know, language or something like that. Um, I would go into there and I would start asking questions related to the type of content that you make and see if you can kind of use that as a way to kind of better identify like, Hey, if I do like this group of words, there's a certain type of person that would be more interested in these words compared to, you know, this, um, you know, these pop culture references as an example. But just as a quick tip, when it comes to pop culture stuff, you know, like Lord of the Rings, you know, making references like that, um, that can be a way to, you know, get your content in front of people um, that might not have, you know, seen the content, you know, in the first place. Um, leveraging, you know, things that are already popular is kind of like a strategy that a lot of people use to, you know, bring attention to themselves. Um, so that's definitely, uh, you know, it can be a good move in some cases. Um, but yeah, in, in yours, um, this, this is a hard one. Um, really like when I'm looking at this, because you're doing Lord of the Rings, then you're doing some other stuff. The Lord of the Rings is the thing that's like really standing out for me there. And I do think, um, that on the research side, I would hop into like Facebook groups that have anything to do with like speech language words. Um, and I would try to find some subreddits about it to, 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 to kind of define a little bit better exactly the words that you should be deep diving on, um, that would be, you know, the most interesting to the people that would actually watch the content, right? Because there's some people to where it's like, Oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings, uh, this is kind of cool. But I don't really care about, you know, like learning this word. Um, other people, it's like ambulance, the meaning of that for some people, they'll find it super interesting. Other people are like, Yeah, why would I want to know what ambulance means? So like, because of that, you know, just just trying to better understand them. But, um, but you know, from from where I'm sitting right now. Yeah, that's a challenge. Um, definitely challenging because, you know, it's, it's, it's language related. So yeah, that's, that's a challenge really um, in my opinion, uh, that's a challenge.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've got one type of person, like I might hear a new word and look it up. Yeah. I wonder what that means and just look it up on YouTube and then boom, bam. And then I find your channel. Oh, they talk about all kinds of words, words subscribe. Huh? And then you have another type of viewer who might say, Oh, you're discussing all this Lord of the Rings stuff. I'm really interested in Lord of the Rings subscribe. Don't so care about the other stuff. You're there, gonna, uh, definitely a mixed audience, I guess.
0: There's a channel on YouTube where when I look for words and I look for how to pronounce words, like Loopted? I used to use this a lot with all our questions because I would have to, like, you know, use all this, like, technical stuff. Right. So I'd be like, okay, how do I pronounce this, like, you know, gene or whatever? Right. And um, uh, that channel... All the whole channel is just the one word. They say how to pronounce it, and like mm-hmm. that's it. And and I would always click on their stuff because I'm like I know for a fact that they're going to give me what I need. But I never subscribed to the channel because it was more of a utility, right? Yeah, it was like, yeah. hey, I just need this right now, but it's not it's something like to where I'm actually going to just go and like sit there and watch video after video. That's why it's important to make sure that you're getting into like the nuance of the words that you're using to make sure that like the the particular words that you're choosing um, are of interest to a lot of people. So one thing that you might want to consider. Um, and and this also, it might be going into a different audience, which is why this is challenging because like in your case, if you are like, if you start doing research and you're like, okay, um, what, what words are people trying to figure out what they mean? Then in that case, that could also be going towards a different group of people because they might just be trying to, you know, figure out how to say something, um, or just like a quick understanding versus them being a language enthusiast that really wants to dig into the nuance of, you know, the language and the words and all that. So, um, so yeah, pretty challenging from where I'm sitting. It's pretty challenging. If I, if I, you know, like in your case, because you're, you know, you're more nuanced in that because you know, you it's, it's, it's interesting enough to you that you're making a YouTube channel about it. So because of that, you might already know of like online communities and stuff like that, where you would be able to have these types of discussions. I would definitely tap into those if you can, to just try to better understand the, you know, the, the right people to, uh, you know, or the right words to make videos about that would be of interest to, you know, the people that you're trying to reach. Trying shorts your Super Mario Brothers one got 1.5 thousand yesterday. Yeah, when you leverage popular stuff like that, um, it can definitely be, uh, it can definitely be really helpful in a lot of cases. Um, Doug heading in, looking at them right now. Thank you for the uh, heads up. So really quick though, before I do that, um, let's see here. So, oh yeah, we did cook and squirrel already. So let me go over to this tab. Uh, Okay, so really quick, we had some messages come in that I didn't see here, um, because I'm not seeing them actually come up in my stream yard. And I normally have the YouTube chat open, I'm actually going to get a different a second monitor for when we stream in here. Um, But let's see our first one we got Melinda, Um, we did that one already. VS speaks royally uh, member for seven months Says thank you for continuing sharing knowledge with us. My pleasure. how we got here. Genealogy says, um, let's see, remember for 12 months, D be careful when you kick, remember the boo-boo on Nick's toe, midnight madness, four by four ET phone home. I'm not, sure what, I'm not sure what that was. Uh, the Rachel Diaries um, says, um, let's see here, how do I know if my growth is slow because I'm new to regularly uploading or because I'm not uploading good content? Um, great question, Rachel. Um, this is for Rachel Diaries. So if you are looking in your analytics, it's going to start to paint a picture for you in terms of how people are responding to what it is that you're doing. So this is where that, that thing that I went through earlier about looking in your audience retention reports, looking at your click-through rate, looking to see how many people are completing your video, how many people are clicking on additional videos, looking to see how many people are coming back to the channel, you know, those types of things. Those are all indicators of how people are responding to what it is that you're doing. So um, I would definitely make sure that you're in there looking at those things. Um, Let's see here. Drew Project um, says, don't forget to smash the like button, guys. Definitely. Um, Chantel says, um, if I need to put a silver play button in a safe space, where do you recommend? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought putting it in the car and then driving it to my place. I thought that would be uh, I thought that would be enough. But uh, apparently not. <laughs> so I uh, was here. So next up, um, we've got family pirates, frankly, pirates says that they do commentary and reviews. The goal is to build an audience so that they can start streaming. Um, The question is, hey, I just started posting on YouTube solely. I plan to convert some videos into TikToks so I can reach more people, but I just started, so I don't know what to ask. Um, That would help me out. Um, Could I get a glance over and a suggestion or two? Um, I've been at it 13 days. No, um, so I'm not pulling channels up during this stream. We have special streams where we do that sort of thing. Um, So make sure that you you swing by for uh, some of those. But one thing I can tell you Because you said that you're just starting, so you're not really sure what questions to ask to to help you out. So the very first thing, just to understand, if you are somebody that's just started you know, uploading to YouTube, everything on YouTube is based on response. Um, there isn't like favoritism in terms of like video performance. So for example, you know, like if you have two channels uploading similar content, one channel's going to do better because people respond to that channel better than the other channel. That might be your channel or it might be somebody else's channel, but the idea is that when you're uploading videos to YouTube, the better that the viewers of YouTube or the users of YouTube respond to your content in every aspect, the better your videos are going to do, the better your channel is going to do, and the better you know experience you are going to have here on YouTube. And the 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 less that people respond, then in that particular case, the the harder it's going to be for you on YouTube. So because of that, focusing on developing your skill sets is going to get you a lot farther than a lot of the other things that you could do. Because a lot of people will spend, especially when they're getting started, um, a lot of people will spend time like, hey, I am going to go onto all these different websites and share my links. I am going to go into these communities and try to get people to watch watch my videos. I'm going to try to do this and try to do that. But at the end of the day, the thing that will move the needle the most for you is just spending your time learning how to make better content, learning how to come up with better video ideas, learning how to make uh, compelling packaging. And by packaging, I mean your topics, titles, and thumbnails, really thumbnails and titles because they demonstrate the topic um, or they express the topic. But basically when you are, uh, you know, putting, you know, when, when you're thinking of like, okay, what's important to grow a YouTube channel, just think that, the results that you're getting on your channel is a direct reflection of how the users of youtube are experiencing or interacting with your content and it'll vary you know from video to video um, but you know when you are getting started The most important thing you can do is learn the system in terms of just learn how YouTube works. You know, YouTube has documentation explaining how they recommend videos to people and stuff like that. Read that. Um, In addition to that, just learning the, the nuances of the people that you're trying to reach with your content. And then paying attention, like when you publish videos, looking in your analytics to see kind of how people responded to everything, and then making another video with the information that you learned from that last one, and just rinse and repeat that process until you you know, get all the content to a competitive level, if it's not um, at a competitive level already. Stormy Rail Production says, member for 11 months, thanks for all the great advice. We need less than 100 more watch hours to go. Nice. Congratulations, creeping up on that partner program. Love it. Absolutely love it. So next up, we've got Learn Spanish World. What's going on, man? Hope you're doing awesome. Um, they do educational content. The goal of the channel is providing well-structured Spanish lessons and value to my YouTube community. The question is, first off, I wanted to thank you um, Thank you for all your help, Nick. Um, just received my play button. Congratulations to you. All of your tips paved the way for my channel to pass 100,000. Must be, 100, nice. Must um, be nice. I wouldn't have done Get it without you, button. amigo. Thank you. Just wondering, now that my channel has passed 100,000, is it a good idea to start experimenting with different formats in order to reach new audiences, or should I stay? to my old formula once again thank you so first off congratulations yeah. again to congratulations. you for um you know for crossing hundred thousand um i remember you know that when that happened you know a few weeks ago um, so glad that you got the um play button in the mail um when it comes to like what to do now the next step that you should take is you should use the grouping feature on your channel to start you know taking all of your content and kind of categorize it into you know, like okay this is all my videos about this. Um this is all my videos about this. This is all my videos about this. and start grouping the content together and then comparing that content against each other to figure out what performs best for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish with the channel um, if what you're trying to accomplish is related directly to you know those stats. So um, if you're trying to you know kind of like accelerate the growth, for example, then just looking at the content that typically gets the best response, because sometimes when you are publishing a lot of content to the channel, people you know respond to a certain you know pillar of content a lot better than they respond to another one. So, because of that, you just want to make sure that you are constantly paying attention to that stuff, so that you can, you know, navigate properly, you know, through the journey that you're having. Um, in addition to that, um, I would also just do a quick best practice check on your channel, where you go in, you make sure that you have everything like linked up. Go check like old videos that are still getting a lot of activity, making sure that the end screens are linking to relevant content. Make sure you're using your pinned comments everywhere, all that stuff, um, and just make sure that you're keeping up with just general best practices with your community tab, you know, all that stuff as well. Um, but really. Um, when it comes to like those next steps um, it really comes down to you know just kind of dialing things in and just understanding what content typically does better and then of course if you want to experiment you know you definitely should because experimentation is how you uncover new things that could really you know accelerate things for you so because of that experimentation is definitely something that you should do on a regular basis like you should always be experimenting with something um, but when it comes to like the content itself um, if you're like hey let me try some different formats to just see how people respond to it definitely um, experiment but lean on your core stuff that got you to hundred K. And then from there, just, you know, just experiment, you know, from time to time with, uh, you know, different ideas that you have, because you might uncover something that will just blow the doors off of what you've accomplished already. So.
1: Got a super, super chat.
0: Yep. To go to, uh, the, uh, the goth farmer, um, says when using StreamYard and you, thank you for the super chat by the way. Um, when using StreamYard and using my phone as the webcam or using pre-recorded video, how can I pull up a separate screen so that I can comment in real time? If you're using your phone, I don't think that you can um, because if you're you know, as
1: the webcam, you mean like you've, you're using your computer to run re- StreamYard and you're using your phone as a webcam, or you're doing everything on your phone. If you're doing everything on your phone, you can't. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can.
0: Unless you were just directly monitoring your cam inside of StreamYard, because you would still be able to see kind of like the desktop version if you use desktop mode on your mobile. Um, and then you would be able to see the chat on the side. But in terms of interacting, that would be kind of difficult. Um, so you might Just yeah. it on
1: a, desktop. On I a out, desktop. I ran out of room, but the separate screen would be on my desktop.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah, in that case, um, yeah, you might just want to like divide the screen up. So one of the things that I do when I'm streaming is like right now, for example, I have um, my screen like split in two, And I have my questions on the one side and then StreamYard kind of minimized on the other side. And the StreamYard chat is over here on the left so that I can see that. And then I see the preview windows like relatively small. And then that way I can make sure that, you know, everything like is still like, you know, fine. I can see when he switches cameras and all that. Um, And then I still have access to like everything that I need here on the screen. But um, if you have a separate screen, if you are trying to show that screen, then in that case, you would just use the screen sharing option, um, under presents, and then you would pick that particular screen to show. And then your regular StreamYard interface should remain the same. Um, so if that, if that doesn't help, um, shoot me a DM on Twitter and I can, you know, go back and forth with you there and try to get it sorted. You're a channel member. We could also do it in the Facebook group either, or, um, um yeah. So just, just, tag me in the Facebook group. And then, um, and then when I see that in there, um, then I will, um, I, I'll, I'll go back and forth with you there and, and, and help you
1: get that figured out. We have another super chat
0: pixie dust traveler. Thank you for the super chat. says, um, thank you both for all the great advice. My question is, what do you recommend for getting viewers to subscribe? I get views, but I have a hard time turning them into subscribers. So When it comes to getting people to subscribe to your channel, the very first thing is you have to make sure that the channel is as subscribable as possible. The way that you do that is by adding clarity to what it is that you are offering um, to where when people are coming in or awareness um, to what it is that you're, that you're doing so that when people come into your channel, they know exactly what it is that the channel's about. So the way that you do that is of course, by having the channel set up properly on the page itself, where people land on the channel page, you have in your channel art, like this is what I do. Um, you know, your value proposition, your channel art. Um, and then also another thing you can do there is like when you're starting your videos, as you're introducing yourself, just quickly say, you know, Oh, by the way, if it's your first time here, you know, I make content like this on a regular basis or whatever. And then that just lets people know that that's what you're currently doing. And in addition to that, asking people to subscribe is extremely effective. Um, You can actually go look at my subscriber stats on my YouTube channel. If you go to social blade and you can see the difference from where the life of my content goes down of when I would ask people to subscribe, I used to have this intro that I put into every single video where I would say, if this is your first time here um, and you want to learn how to grow your channel, make videos and all types of other YouTube stuff, uh, related stuff, start now by subscribing and clicking the bell. Um, And then I would start the video and you can see when I stop doing that, you can just see the fall off in terms of my view to subscribe conversion uh, when I stop doing that. And then now, anytime I experiment on another video uh, where I do do that, um, like my news, for example, my news always generates, um, uh, not always, but most of the time generates more subscribers in terms of view to subscriber. You do that in your news? Yeah. uh, Basically when I started, I say, you know, if you're a new YouTuber, then, you know, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. So, um, so the idea is, you know, asking, but keep in mind the ways that I do it is extremely interruptive and really, it's not the best way to do it. Um, I just do it that way just because it fits well with like my flow or whatever. And I found the way that I asked to be effective. Um, so what you want to think about when you are asking people to subscribe is do it in a way if you can with your content that's not as interruptive as the way that I do it. Um, and the reason for that is because like I just put it in people's faces um, and that's again, you know, because of the way that I frame everything, um, it ends up working out. But the way that you should do it is when you are making your content, the people that are going to be the most interested in subscribing are the people that are actually enjoying the content. So therefore, in like in the middle of your video somewhere, if you have any type of lull in your content, to where it's like, you know, hey, because um, you're, you know, you're doing travel content. So while you're walking down the street in between showing people this thing and this thing, as you're walking down the street, you're like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, I'm, I travel, you know, all over the place. and. Uh, you know, I put out videos like this every Wednesday. So if you're enjoying yourself, remember to subscribe, but anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then you start talking about that next thing. And then by doing that, you're not being like, you know, forceful about it. You're not being like cringy about it. All you're doing is you are spreading awareness that you make content like that on a regular basis. And that if they're enjoying themselves, they can subscribe so they can get more. Um, so because of that, um, if you want to increase, definitely do that, but keep in mind, they have to be able to get that, you know, they have to, they have to see the value in what it is that you're doing. But when you say it, that can help People also understand that value and what it is that you're doing. Channel member, Kathy Fit. Good morning. Welcome to the uh, stream. Welcome to the Nimanati. I'm um, here. So Angie's Wigs and Beauty. Welcome to the Nimanati. Make sure next time you get the chance, you go to nimanvip.com. It's going to redirect you to Members Amp, which is the service that I use to manage the channel memberships. Make sure you connect everything there. If you're interested in getting into our members-only Facebook group, uh, make sure you do that connection and make sure that you um, go to Facebook and that you fill out the information there on Facebook. Facebook as well um, because that's how I verify you know everything and I connect that like hey the person here in members amp is this person here for that request um, and then um, if you can do that before the stream is over today then I'll get you in there um, as soon as the stream's done got a super sticker. traveler. thank yep. you for the uh super so next up on our list here uh we've got we
1: need a super sticker sound I know super sticker. super sticker yeah I Travis. need to hit up Travis oh, yeah, Travis
0: King CMC TV um, says that they do daily content. They've been on YouTube for a year or more. It's gaming. They are doing it to monetize. The question is, I do live gaming and I have a sponsorship from StreamElements for HelloFresh. What is the best way to get people to buy something from HelloFresh in live streams or videos on YouTube? Okay, so first, I want to talk to you about something. So when it comes to, I don't know if they're doing this for everything or not, but um, there has been. I've shared this out on Twitter. Doug Hooson, who um, I just saw, he was sharing this out on Twitter just the other day. Um, I think uh, Viper shared something out recently. Are
1: we throwing a company under the bus?
0: Well, no, it's not that we're throwing them under the bus. We're spreading awareness about what affiliate means and okay. what sponsorship means. Uh, Cause
1: I thought we were going to throw a company under the bus no, and I no, was here definitely for not. It. No, I, was, no, I know. I know you're like, yeah, you're like shield h- on
0: sword up. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. Battle mode. Ready to go. Yeah. Ready. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> got
1: the bus. Here we come.
0: So. What's happening right now um, with them is some of the emails that they're sending out, and I can't speak for they're all of them because, I, the bus. because I, don't know the, I don't know the emails that they are. You know, I don't know every email that they're sending. The emails that I've received and the emails that people are complaining about um, on Twitter is that they send out an email and they say that you are um, basically, you like qualify for a sponsorship or whatever, which makes new content creators think like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. You know, I can now, you know, have a sponsor of my YouTube channel. What they are not telling you is that, at least for the ones that I've gotten, and I've shared these on Twitter if you want to see the exact example, but what is actually happening is they're just letting you know that you can promote something as an affiliate. The problem comes from, one, your expectation that you think that that's a sponsorship, and I'm not saying yours might be. Um, If they are paying you to make the content, regardless of what happens with that content, it's a sponsorship. If if it is performance-based, then you are signing up to be an affiliate, which is not a sponsorship. So the reason I'm telling you this is because an affiliate means that you sign up for an affiliate program, which is what they're trying to get people to do. And when you sign up for that affiliate program, you get a special link, and then you put that link in your descriptions, let people know it's there. If people make that purchase, then you get a commission for the sale.
1: That's an affiliate. This is my this is me driving a bus. That's
0: him driving the bus. And yep. I got like the throwing like him the, under there. They got the yeah. thing
1: for opening the door.
0: <laughs> Drive it. Here we go. Drive here we go. On.
1: Come on. In the back. And then
0: a sponsorship is things like this, right? See this TubeBuddy logo right here? Right. How how you know with this, I say like this stream is brought to you by TubeBuddy, this stream is brought to you by uh, StreamYard. With both of those companies, if people end up purchasing their products from this live stream or not i still get paid from that sponsorship however if people don't make those purchases i won't maintain that sponsorship for long right because it's not converting for them (laughs) but the idea is that if people buy it or not i'm still getting the sponsorship right so when it comes to the way that they're presenting their sponsorships at least for the ones that i've received then in that particular case, all they're doing is they are inviting you to sign up for an affiliate program where you'll get a commission if people make a purchase. That is not a sponsorship, okay? So it's really important to understand the difference because when it comes to YouTube, if it's a sponsorship, then you have to disclose that it's a sponsorship to YouTube, which means that when somebody comes into your video, it's going to say includes sponsor some people will just stop watching the video if they see that other people won't take the recommendation as seriously if they see that because they understand that there's some type of incentive there Um, but basically that marking that you're giving it isn't even accurate for what it is that you're doing in the first place so the whole way that they are doing that thing it's it's just not it's just not um transparent with what's actually going on there. And I think it's more confusing to people that don't know the difference. So in your case, if it is a legitimate, Roberto says, um, sponsorship is direct comp- compensation. Yep. And, um, affiliate marketing is different from sponsorship. Totally. So when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to your deal with them and hello fresh, one thing to know is that when it comes to HelloFresh, you can probably reach out to them directly and they probably have their own affiliate program. And if they do, then it's also possible that you might be able to get a higher commission if somebody makes the purchase than you might be getting through StreamElements. I don't know, but I'm just saying it's possible because you know with them doing it through StreamElements, then they're putting that recommendation out there, right? So because of that, just make sure that you are crystal clear on what it is that you're getting into when people are offering you sponsorships because a lot of companies will do similar things. Like, for example, I get emails all the time where people are like, hey, we wanna sponsor your channel. And it's the same approach. Hey, we wanna sponsor your channel. I open it up and it's this person saying like, hey, here's all this awesome stuff, Sign up. blah, blah, blah. blah. All you have to do is sign up here. And then um, once we approve you, then um, then you take a link and anybody that makes a purchase, right. you're gonna get like X percent. That's not a sponsorship, that's right. affiliate right you're promoting something as an affiliate so just just as a creator cuz you guys are going to deal with this like in your in your youtube journey like as you're going through this process if you're not dealing with it already you're going to deal with this so it's really important to just understand the difference because you know you have to act you know differently based on what it is that you're doing same thing goes with your disclosure so if it's an affiliate disclosure that's different than a sponsorship disclosure because with a sponsorship disclosure it's like hey i'm getting paid to just let you know about this with an affiliate disclosure it's like hey if you click on this link and make a purchase i'm going to get a percentage of that purchase right so it's it's a t- it's those are two totally different things so um so because of that just make sure y- um, you know the difference but in terms of Super getting trash. people to buy something if you are going to act first off you're doing a gaming channel um hello fresh let me see what hello fresh
1: is do you know what hello fresh is i do you- think they're like food delivery meals or something
0: okay so technically meals, yeah or- technically yeah you might be able to you know make some sales there um but really if you're going to waste the time of promoting hello fresh since you are doing gaming content i would think about the people that are interacting with your gaming content and think of if you want to sell more stuff think about okay the people that are interacting with my gaming content what are they interested in are they the most do you think they're the most interested in like you know getting and food
1: delivery look Possibly. at your demographic too make right. sure they're old enough right to purchase make things. sure they're old enough make sure yeah. they're in the right
0: places yeah um Um, But the idea is to, you know, just do a little bit of research there and make sure that you're promoting the right things that also give you the best chance of making a conversion. Because if you're promoting HelloFresh, but nobody's buying, then you're just wasting people's time in your content by bringing attention to it. But... If you're promoting some awesome, um, you know, um, uh, modifications that you can do to some gaming controller, and you can make some money from that, but a lot of your viewers would be interested in that because they're gamers. Then in that then in that case, it makes more sense to promote those things that would modify your controller than it would to, you know, m- make it for HelloFresh as an example. So just keep those things in mind. But when it comes to selling more as an affiliate in general, now I'll step off of that rant. Um, but when it comes to, you know, selling more stuff in general as an affiliate, um, one of the best things. Things that you can do is like review the products like review the product review the service show you know people the thing show it in action show how it can help them all of that and you make very specific videos for the purpose of driving affiliate revenue um and that can be very lucrative you know when it comes to YouTube because if people you, like if people respond well to your videos anywhere on the platform then YouTube's going to keep showing them there and then you can just like keep making money from those things like it's it's pretty nuts um actually how it works but um but yeah just make sure you are Doing the right thing when it comes to it being, you know, a, a sponsor uh,
1: move or an affiliate move. Roberto says, "I am the bus." I've I am talking about stream elements. There, I said it. <laughs> honk, honk! Nice. You <laughs> know, on the bus. So uh, next up, we've got. Hey, you got um, a super chat, JJ, JJ Bones says. We do
0: dry a uh, dog, dry humor in 2023, experiencing 5,000 impression limit with
1: no star stat. Oh, no uh, with no stat, no um, stat correlation maybe
0: or any insight also can mono creators see JJ bone stats. We can't, not understanding the question there
1: single creators see jj bone stats so
0: other people cannot see your stats um anything that is not you know publicly scrapable from like you know social blade um or your view counts and likes and all that stuff from the outside other people don't have access to your main stats but people do have access to like important parts of your video or things that viewers are finding more interesting because um you can see the actual graph and you see like little spikes and things like that so you can see the parts of videos that people are finding interesting people can see those sorts of things but in terms of like deep dive access to your stats no people don't get that um, that that access
1: um, yeah he says sorry stat correlation oh okay we're experiencing 5k impression limit with no stat correlation so
0: why do you think that you're getting a limit? So you're saying you're just getting cut off after, after 5,000 impressions. What I recommend that you do is if you are running into a problem like that, is you might want to hop on Twitter. If you have a Twitter account, if you don't, then make one for this purpose. Everybody here should have a Twitter account for this purpose. Um, but what you want to do is you want to at team YouTube, it'll all be one word, um, and let them know the problem that you're running into with like your stats kind of capping off. And then they'll be able to either direct you to a document that will give you more insight, or um, they'll be able to have somebody look into it and you know see if there's some type of problem because The reason you want to do that is because sometimes YouTube does have bugs, right? Sometimes just things happen. So because of that, when you're able to do that, it can bring something to their attention that maybe is happening with other people as well, but people, you know, just haven't sent them the message yet. So, um, so I would definitely make sure you're doing that.
1: Bugs happen quite often. Totally, quite often actually. And if you are on Twitter, I suggest following Team YouTube and just making sure you're keeping up to date with things because sometimes they'll they'll tweet out like, "Hey, we're having stats problems," giving you guys a heads up. Yep. So you know, so you don't panic when you open up and everything just felt as zero. Right. Right. You know what's going on. Um, next up, we've got
0: uh, Gabriel Demud. Gabriel Demoud, uh, they upload when they have time, but on YouTube for a year or more, they do DIY and reno content, renovation content. Um, the goal of the channel is to reach 1000 a couple of days ago, and then I'm thinking to pivot from DIY renovation to helping people grow their channels. Um, the question is, how can I pivot from DIY renovation to helping people grow on YouTube? Um, so when it comes to that, um, I would actually start a new channel. Um, and to be honest with you, and I don't mean this in like a bad, you know, way of any kind, but, um, if you like, I'm, I'm like, uh, just start a new channel for it. I'll I'll just leave it at that, but just start a new, start a new channel for it instead of, you know, trying to pivot the current channel into, you know, that type of, uh, that type of content, because the people that are interacting with your content now, and you should, you know, you should be aware of this if you're going to be teaching people about YouTube, but the people that are interacting with your content now are people that are interested in DIY and renovation, um, not necessarily people that are interested in YouTube. So if you're going to be making content targeting YouTubers, then in that case, you need to, um, you know, make all the content on that channel, content that is going to add value to YouTubers um, to where nothing is, you know, kind of crossing over that way.
1: Hey, Ed, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Hey, what's going on, man?
0: Um, Next up on the list, we have
1: um let's see here bright photoshop tutorials can we make a new set that looks like the inside of a bus and just just
0: well i guess technically if, just we talk, all this, just, if we turn all of this green up here have like we have controversial
1: and just talk about like crazy stuff
0: yeah i mean we could if, just, you wanna, if you want to if you want to build a new new set the whole thing bus. is it's called like the the company bus and, and the like, whole thing is we just throw people under the under just, the bus right here's yeah. what this
1: person did today and then right. just throw them under the bus like yeah uh, you can go buy a bus turn it into yeah. a driver yeah. Do we drive around and just drive around and
0: do it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, bright Photoshop tutorials. Um, they do graph. they have a graphing designing channel. Um, and, um, to be precise, they do Photoshop tutorials. The goal of the channel is they want to share the skills they have with others. Um, the question is my channel earnings keep decreasing on a daily basis. Can you throw more light on that, please? So when it comes to the amount of money that you're making from AdSense, that's going to vary based on the activity that's happening on your channel. It's going to be based on the. The views that you're getting on your videos, the views that you're getting on specific videos, the it's season, going to be based on the, the buy season. Yep, know. it's going to be based on the inventory for ads in terms of how many ads they have to show. Um, it's going to be based on um, like how many v- video uh, ads people are seeing on other videos before they hit your videos. Basically, meaning like how many monetized playbacks you're getting. Um, you know, like all of these things are a factor in addition to like where in the world people are watching your videos from. Um, it's always a an evolving thing. Sometimes you know, ad, you know, ad rates are up. Sometimes they're down. Um, there is a seasonality to that. So typically around the holidays and a lot of types of content, um, then you'll see, you know, um, you know, ads, uh, ad rates typically increase. Um, and then typically in the new year, um, you know, they'll drop down a little bit, but the, um, idea is like, if you notice that they're kind of fluctuating, just keep in mind that that's a normal, you know, it's just a normal thing when it comes to YouTube. member. Hassan Shook, welcome to welcome the Nimani Make sure when you Niminati. get the chance, you go to nimmanvip. VIP.com. That is our um, that's going to redirect you to Membersamp, which is the service that we use to manage our channel memberships. Um, so we have a Facebook group as well. So what you want to do is after you connect to Membersamp, if you do want access, you'll get you know some stuff as soon as you sign up there. Um, but what you want to do is you want to make sure that you connect to Facebook and then go to Facebook and fill out all the information um, because that's how I just connect. Hey, this person's in Membersamp; they're also trying to get into. The facebook group um and then um if you can do that before the stream is over today i will um I, I can add you there as soon as the stream's done
1: so this sounds suspicious uh she says i will buy a bus bring the talent
0: all right there you go
1: there we go yep I'm in sign me yep, up the
0: magic bus set yep, that's what i'm talking go. about right yeah the nimmin live magic bus set yeah we're driving around so we have like all a, new
1: don't don't do a bus
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny yeah so we have like a, a taxi so we have like a we have like a barista on the bus we've yeah. got like somebody driving the bus we're yeah. like in there yeah just kind of like in the bus yeah the magic nimmin school bus yeah it'd be fun. Go. So, um, yeah, so on the design channel, okay, yeah, we've got that one taken care of. I'm actually going to look at the channel here so I can just kind of see what their things is because good designers are hard to find. So uh, I'm just going to see what they got going on here really what quick. What is it? Oh, nice. Yeah, good what do stuff. What does are make? Yeah, they're, um, they're on Photoshop tutorials, but, okay. they, but they got some pretty cool, like, you know, card, uh, like flyer design, stuff like that. So uh, Sam's so going to put this in my notepad real quick. So um, the next question that we have here, um, let's go to new notes and drop it in there. Okay, so the next question here on the list is from... Um, ghosty crow channel. Um, they do upload every other day. They have a gaming channel as well. The goal of the channel is to entertain viewers with the gameplay videos. The question is during the pandemic, I reached a big number of subscribers by different types of videos that are not gameplay videos, but I had a hard time keeping up with the upload with uploading them on my channel. I plan on making a second YouTube channel dedicated to those videos, but I fear to lose the subscribers if they move to that other channel. My question is, should I risk making a second channel for those types of videos and probably lose? subscribers on the main channel or keep that type of video on my main channel. So first off, all you have to do is look at your main channel and just look at the content that's generating the most activity on that channel. And then that's the content that you just keep on, you know, that main channel. And then if you want to get people over to another channel, then of course you would put the secondary content over there in terms of the one that comes in second on performance. Um, if you have one to where it's all packaged up and looks like it's a gaming channel, but the main content there is the content that you, you know, published that wasn't gaming content, but that's the stuff that's bringing in all the views. Then in that case, you might wanna just just reskin it as you know, a channel that does the other content, and then make a new gaming channel. Um, So I would just look at it through that lens. But before you do, because you're worried about losing subscribers. So when it comes to losing subscribers, another thing to think about is go into like some of your recent videos and look at the channel as a whole, and look to see how many returning viewers you're getting. Um, Because you might find that you're getting a lot of returning viewers, or you might find that you're not getting that many. And if you're not getting that many, then that tells you that you can do pretty much whatever you want, it's not going to matter that much. Um, So I would definitely go Going to look at that as well, and then that that like that should give you a good indicator um, by doing those things I just mentioned um, of of you know what content to put where, and if you should you know pivot the current channel um, or if you even need to like worry about it at all. Uh, next up on our list here, we got dusty fingers, dusty fingers. Um, they do vintage and retro RC cars. Um, the goal of the channel is to share a hobby through action videos, build tips and reliving the eighties and nineties era of RC cars and buggies. Realizing the time and cost of running a channel. I do want to start monetizing to help keep things going. Um, the question is I had a video for the Tamaya lunchbox, uh, 12 hop-ups. It's my best performing video. And I discuss a variety of products in the video, but I also say in the video, I'm not affiliated with affiliated with any of these companies. Um, Seeing how well the video has done, I feel I missed an opportunity based on my video statement. Is it okay to now add affiliate links? Um, The difference in um, that is the difference to sponsorship, which is what I was implying, but I still feel unsure if that feels okay. You can absolutely add the um, affiliate links to that without question. You can add affiliate links to that. Keep in mind because you didn't do like a hard call to action in the video. um, You might end up getting a low amount of people clicking on those links or even going down to the description for it. So in the future, if you are going to be adding, affiliate links, just let people know that they're down there. If you want to be more active, if you want to, you know, increase the amount of, you know, sales that you're making, just make a little blurb in the video, like little details, um, can get more people to go down there. Even little things like this, right. Where you just have something pop up on the screen while you're just talking and let people know that there's links down in the video description for, you know, like whatever, um, that can be helpful to get people to go down there and check out things that might, you know, help them out. So, um, because of that, um, I would definitely add the affiliate links there. Um, but Since there are affiliate links, you are not affiliated with those companies in terms of, like, they're not paying you to actually, you know, talk about it. Um, But make sure that you do have the affiliate disclaimer in your description, letting people know that if they do make a purchase through those links, that you get a commission.
1: So we have a question here from a new channel member. Um, Angie's Wigs and Beauty says, I don't even know how to add a link in my videos or a pinned comment. And then she later asked, can I learn that here? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if you want to cover that or maybe Doug or Chantel can maybe kind of give some instructions on that. Or I'm she's going to share right now. Okay.
0: I'm just going to do a screen share.
1: Oh, there you go. Hold on. Yeah. Hold so on, hey, everybody. Give, give, give me a second here. Yeah, we're going to do a screen share.
0: Oh, goodness. Guess who's live right now? Who? The, the guy that got out. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. I no so. way. It might be a scam channel. I'm not sure. Oh, it
1: probably is. Yeah.
0: Okay, so um here, give me one second D. I'm going to uh, let me go into like the news that I did yesterday, and then I'll do it there. So um okay, so if you want to um, here let me make sure let me close. Yeah, you have to run it on your end. Okay, give me one second here. okay, I don't have a pinned comment trying to think, let me you know let me pop this out. that might be the way to do this. This is kind of hard on this small screen. Okay, so here we go. I don't see it. So I, I'm doing it right now. Oh. So let's see here. Share screen. Can let's it... do a specific window, which is here. A
1: faster now. Bam, You've lost, I'm losing interest. Okay, oh, there here we go. go. Okay, so, uh,
0: so what you want to do when it comes to um, pinning a comment great. Now I can't find the other one. Hold on. There it is. So what you want to do um, when it comes to pinning a comment is right here in your comment section, all you have to do is write a comment. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to open up my um, channel and I'm just going to grab, let's say this video right here. I'm just going to go here and just grab a link to this. I'm just going to go up here to the address bar and I'm going to copy that, or I'm going to come down here to the share option down here in the bottom. I'm going to click that and just copy this. And then I'm going to go back to the video where I'm wanting to pin the comment. And I'm going to say, um, um, you know, uh, let's see here. Um, if you're, uh, let's see here. If you're looking for the, um, best tools for content creators, um, click here and then i'm going to paste that link right here and then i'm going to hit comment and then the next thing i'm going to do is when i hover over this i hope you can see this on the screen but over here on the right hand side um, there is a three dot menu i'm going to click on that three dot menu and then you see the option right here to pin so i'm going to click pin And then it gives me the dialog box right here saying, pin this comment. I'm going to hit pin. And then now that's pinned to the top. And you can see that right here. It's confirmed where it says pinned by Nick Nimmin. So when it comes to pinning a comment, that's that's how you do the pinned comments. What was the other question?
1: Uh, She's a channel member, so I comment and a link in the description, I think.
0: Okay. So the link in the description works the same exact way. It just happens during the upload process instead. So when you're uploading your video, you have the option to add a title right underneath the title. Even on a mobile device, you have this um, to where you have your title and then right underneath your title, you have the option to add a description. So all you have to do is that same exact thing. You go find the link of the video or the thing, whatever it is that you're wanting to link to in the description, and you copy that link out of the address bar, and then you paste that that down into your video description and then you're good. So another thing that you want to think about is when you are putting links In your video description you also want to um wrap some information around it so for example instead of just putting the link you want to make sure that you let people know what's behind that link so for example if it's a video that you're wanting them to watch then in that case it's something like hey um you know this is my um you know favorite video that i have about you know this type of you know thing that i'm doing on the channel whatever would be the most relevant to the viewer that's interacting with the video that you're putting the link in the description for so hopefully that helps If not, let me know. Um just, you know, tag me in the member group um on Facebook and um and then I can, you know, add some clarity there if you uh if you need it. So uh, let's see here. So next up, um let me get my Stream Yard window. How back many
1: questions are we in now?
0: Over here. Um we are currently on thirty four.
1: All right I'm bad. cruising.
0: So let me pop this back over
1: here real quick so I can have
0: that move my questions back over here. Bam. And we are back. Okay. So next question we have here is from, um, I'm a fit after 40 and the type of channel is fitness and nutrition. The goal of the channel is to help older adults get healthier through diet and exercise. And the question is I'm only three weeks in, how can I find the best trending topics? Go to Google, um, sorry, go to trends.google.com and, um, in there just Put, start putting in different things about fitness and nutrition. And um, you're gonna have to learn how to use that. Um, there's some, you know, details to it. So I just recommend hopping on um, YouTube and just a video and make sure you watch a recent one because there's been some changes to it. But make sure you watch a recent video on how to use um, uh, uh, Google Trends. And then um, you're gonna, you know, you'll get instructions on exactly how to use it. But if you just go to trends.google.com, then if you put in like, let's say, for example, since you're doing food and nutrition, then it, or fitness nutrition, then you could put in like, you know, fitness is one thing and you put in nutrition as another thing you could do fitness over 40 for another one nutrition over 40 for another one and and then what you're going to see is you're going to see graphs based on what it is that people are looking for the most you're going to see trend graphs on if it's going up or down you can sort by um, date range so you can sort all the way up to like the last hour or you can sort for like years so you can see if it's you know growing or declining um, you can also choose if you want to look at the trends on the internet in terms of google or if you want to look at the trends on youtube specifically so So if you're targeting your videos to where you're hoping that they'll also show up in Google, then in that case, considering that as part of what it is that you're doing. Um, But if you're like, hey, this is just for YouTube only, then in that case, you know, then you only need to look at the YouTube side of things. um, but that's how you find that. But when you do that, um, once you put in those terms, as you scroll down the page, and this is where the date range is going to start getting important. But as you scroll down the page, you're going to see boxes down um, in the, and you know, lower in the page that say like breakout. That means these are, these are particular topics that are, that are like on the rise right now. And it's going to show you the percentage in terms of how much on the rise they are.
1: Yeah. Weird things too. You want to make sure that you're looking in the right Area, for example, we're in Thailand, and by default, whenever I open up Google yeah. Trends, it'll say it, Thailand. Yeah, it defaults me it. to Thailand, and yeah. I have to actually go back in and put worldwide, or right? I yep. put in the United States. D worldwide, like baby, woo! woo! Right, but by right. default, it looks at my location and puts me there. Yeah, and sometimes I forget, and I'm just like, well, that doesn't make sense. Right, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, there, there you
0: go. <laughs> Next up, we got Channel Ron. Channel Ron um, says they do how-to content. The goal of the channel is extra cash is nice, but primarily a hobby. Um, the question is, getting ready to try out live streaming as far as time goes, should I keep it short for the first time, like um, like a half hour, so that my viewers know that there is an end time? So yeah, you can do that. So when it comes to live streaming, there's a, there's a few things to consider. So historically, people look at live streams like it's something that needs to last a long time. Um, and I say that as we've been live streaming for two hours and 20 minutes. Right. But like when it comes to live streaming, you lives. can also you All can lives. also stream for a short amount of time. So for example, if you look at my channel, you'll see the news that I do, that's a live stream. Most of the time, every now and then I'll do videos, but most of the time it's a live stream. And those typically are you know like, like 10 minutes or less. Um, sometimes they'll go over, but most of the time they're 10 minutes or less um, because I just wanna get the news out, let you know what you need to know and then and then we're and then we move on you know with our days so um um these streams are a different type of value. So because of these, since we're asking questions and, you know, we want to make sure that we kind of, you know, help people understand things when it comes to growing their channels, um, you know, these take a lot longer because we want to, you know, answer a bunch of questions. So because of that, you know, it's appropriate for these to be a lot longer. So what you want to think about is like, okay, for what it is that I'm trying to do, what makes the most sense in terms of length? But like a 30-minute spot is a really great place to start because in that way, it kind of puts you in the middle of it being long and short. Um, it keeps you kind of in that safe range to where it's like 30 Minutes is kind of pushing it, but there's still a lot of people that might watch that 30 minute content. Um, so, you know, it keeps you in that range. Um, so, I think that 30 minute spot is a, is a great place to start. And you're going to notice when you do that 30, how fast the time goes by yes. when you're live streaming. Like for DNI, like when I do my news, like I almost feel like I didn't even do anything. Yeah. Um, like when DNI stream, if we're on somebody else's stream and it lasts for like an hour, then like we're like, whoa, wait a minute. We're like we're like just getting started. Like yeah. we're just getting into the groove here. Right. Like we're getting, like we're just, you 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 know, we're just like, the plane's just taking off right now. What are we doing stopping this thing? I Um, just put my
1: tray table up.
0: Right. 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 I'm I'm just, I'm just laying the seat back right now. Like this is, yeah. So, um, so, you know, like, um, it goes by quick, but in terms of the viewers, you know, that 30, that 30 minute spot, I think is going to be great because then that gives them, you know, like a taste of what it is that you're going to offer. And then you can decide from there, am I going to do 30 minute streams, an hour long stream? Am I going to do these long streams that like really, you know, go deep on stuff since you are a how to channel? Um, you know, it it definitely opens you up a lot, but yeah, like a 30 minute stream. I think that's a great first stream. And just as a heads up, so, you know, go ahead, D.
1: I was just going to say, like, that. I think that's a great goal to have. But don't think that you have to hit that. Yeah, I, I think if you're new to live streaming, just like go for as long as you're comfortable doing it, grab a piece of paper or, or make some notes on an iPad or your phone. And write down some things to talk about so when you're live, you don't have those situations where you have awkward silence. You can look down because sometimes your brain just shuts off mid-conversation. Right. One thing you'll notice uh, when we're live streaming or a lot of people are live streaming is the conversation keeps going. Right. Mm-hmm. The conversation keeps going no matter what. And the goal is is to try to not have awkward pauses. Right. You don't want to have those moments of silence where everything gets quiet. So when you're just starting out, if you feel like, well, I'm, fr- I'm, I'm it's worried. like radio. Yeah, it's like radio, right? So if you're like, Hey, I, I'm worried about what if I forget what I'm talking about, man, just have a piece of paper or have a pad, write down like five things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Talk about those five things. And if you're not getting interaction or a lot of people are not showing up or maybe nobody shows up, yep. call it a wrap, right. treat it like a video, start it like you would with the video with a good hook and end it like you would a video, Yep. right? So that way, if it. Maybe it doesn't do well as a live stream, but if you title it correctly and you treat it like a video, it might actually get views later in the replay. Yeah. Dead air. So with
0: that, one of the things um, also, since this will be your first stream, just a few things to think about. One, make sure you have a Be Right Back screen of some kind because um, going to the bathroom, Happens Like sometimes, you know, you just didn't think about it. And the next thing you know, you're sitting there streaming, you're 10 minutes in, and you're like, Oh my gosh, I really have to go to the bathroom. Now I'm going to be sitting here for another, like, you know, 20 minutes or another, you know, 45 minutes or two okay. hours. So, you know, having a Be Right Back screen of some kind is definitely part of your toolkit that you want to have. Um, in addition to that, if you want to practice and do like a tech check, then you can use StreamYard um, and they actually record it for you in the background or not even in the background. You can just record, you can hit record instead of go live. And when you do that, then you can just do a practice so you can make sure all your tech is in order. Um, you can also do that in other you know streaming software as well um, to where you don't have to go live to make sure that you are just you know making sure all your technology is working and everything you know is the way that it should be um, in addition to that like Dee was talking about just have some notes of what it is that you're going to be talking yeah. about or sharing or showing yeah. and um, wh- I also recommend that you have some fallbacks the fallbacks are other ideas in addition just other random things that you can talk about in the event that you either run through those five things quickly um, or you just completely blank out on those five things you just need something else to talk about um those fallbacks are great because instead of having to just sit there in silence trying to think of something to say then you have those notes to where you can say like oh and then you talk about that for a second and then it's like oh yeah now i remember what i was going to say and then you start talking about you know the original you know content again so um, those things can be really helpful when it comes to streaming
1: and also keep in mind that live streaming is like making a video right when you first start making your videos you feel really awkward right it's awkward and you're messing up a lot and you're doing a lot of takes Live streaming is the same way. So don't think that you have to nail it and you have to be perfect because it's not going to be. Understand that you're probably going to trip over your words. Understand that you're probably going to say some things that are incorrect. Understand that tech issues are going to happen. Those of you who were with us last week, you know that we had a tech issue and the Internet went down. It happens. Live happens. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just know that things are going to happen. You are going to make mistakes. It is live. You will get better the more you do it. Just like anything else that you do. And this you is, might you might do awesome out of the gate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You might you might just, you know, hit the ground and be I like, mean, Hey, I'm like this. I'm like in my environment here. Yeah, like like you might it. yeah, you might crush. Yeah. Forget
1: videos. This is my thing. Yep. You never know. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mr. Krausey Minecraft, uh, they do Minecraft content, Um, they do gaming channel for kids, everything is kid friendly. Um, The goal of the channel is just uploading videos and having fun to earn money, been their dream since the fifth grade. This is a really long uh, question. So let's let's see here. If I were to get sponsored and have a partnership with a company um, that would like to sponsor me, how would they get in contact with me? um, So I know. Um, Do I have to be lucky to see? Okay. So what's going to happen is if you are wanting to get sponsorships, you have to make sure, and I'm just going to answer this because there's like, this is a huge amount of writing here. Um, So what you want to do is you want to um, just make sure that you have your business inquiry set up on your YouTube channel. So you find this in your YouTube settings. You just make sure that you have that email set up and um, and then people will contact you directly through that.
1: May I suggest do not use the email in that area. With the same email that you use to create your account yep create a new account just for um, business inquiries and use that email
0: yes and uh really quick i just want to see um yeah so part of this as well is I wanna be private about how they get in contact with me so I can't leak my info but still wanna be sponsored. Yeah, so so okay, in terms of the private thing, so another quick tip for all of you here um, that are experienced or new is when you have your YouTube channel, like Dee was saying on your About Me page, you wanna have a different email that's not connected to the email that's in your YouTube channel as a security measure. Um, but another bonus of that is when you are putting um, your, like you should have email set up to where you have like your official Google account email that has everything for your Gmail account, YouTube channel, all that. And then you have another email that is your public facing email. That public facing email is what you put in that business inquiry page. It's what you say, you know, if you happen to be live or in a video or on a podcast or anything like that, anytime anybody ever is like, Hey, how do I get in touch? You can say this email. And then you you're totally fine to say it and and that particular email is not connected in any way, shape or form to anything that's important. And then that way, only things that come directly from your YouTube channel are sent into that email. So, um, so that's the idea that you want to think about when it comes to that. Um, Okay, so next up on our list here. We've got there's a bunch of questions in there, but, you know, to give other people time, I'm going to answer those two and then we'll then we'll keep going. So um, life's a journey with Melissa Dane is our next question. She's been on YouTube for less than a year. She does cooking content. Um, The goal of the channel is to build a business within the next seven years to have extra income stream when retired. And the question is filming a four video series. I'm posting one video a week, Um, one end or at the end of the video, I say, see you in the next video. And wait see you on the next video in series and then video two will pop up at the end and so forth. But when I actually post them, I post video one and do not already have the video two posted. There will not be a second video to go see yet. How do I post all four videos on the same day? So what you want to do is you do want to, you know, like stagger your, your, your videos. So you don't want to post them all at one time. But what you can do for those people that are getting to the end of that video is if you did put a series together and they need to watch one video for the other one, um, then in that case, you can just have it as unlisted. And then that way they would Still be able to watch that video. The downside of that is that you're not going to be getting like credit, so to speak, for them watching that video as it's unlisted. So because of that, you know, it does complicate things. That's why YouTube recommends that when you are putting series together, that you make each video to where it's like a standalone video. Like, yes, you want people to watch them together, and it would make sense for them to watch them together. Like if you're showing them, you know, thing one, thing two, thing three, and thing four, then they would need to watch all four of those videos. But you also want to design the videos in a way to where people can come into one video and they don't have to watch other videos to catch up on that video and then by doing that you're making that one video completely accessible but the complication is in your end screen so because of that what you might want to do is you might want to say in the very first video um, you might want to just say something a little bit more general instead of it being you know super specific in terms of getting them to click on the next one and by doing that you can just put a best for viewer uh, spot right there or just another video on your channel and then that way you can swap that Went out once the next video gets published in that series and then do the same exact thing with the next one and so on until that series is flushed out and then once it's fully flushed out um, then you know then you have that chain of the videos you know that are going back to back that way
1: Super Super cafe right. Arts
0: Um, says in the music, um, is the music in restream copyrighted? I got a copyright claim from one of the songs from restream. I'm so confused. Um, I'm not sure I don't use restream, so I have no idea on, on, on what their stuff is. Um, when it comes to Streamyard, um, their content, they do have the rights to the con to the music that they're using. I know that they have had problems on Facebook, but pretty much everybody has problems on Facebook. But when it comes to YouTube, if you feel that you have gotten that claim, um, you know, in error, then by all means dispute it because, is like claims on YouTube are just rampant. Um, so, because of that, um, I would definitely dispute it. But The first thing I would do before you dispute it is I would reach out to restream and I would be like, hey, you know, I I got this video here and I got a copyright strike, like what's going on and ask them because they might say like, hey, we've noticed that we've had a lot of people saying we're actually working on getting a fix. We'll let you know, blah, blah. blah. Um, Or they could say, yeah, this is a common thing with this particular song. All you got to do is dispute it. It'll be fine. Um, So I would definitely reach out to them first. But when it comes to, um, you know, companies having music and you know putting that music out there um you know if they're buying it from somewhere else then you know it is possible that you know the place that they bought it from maybe they ended up publishing it somewhere else as well and that place is the place that's claiming it um and that's where things start getting really complicated when it comes to music so
1: yeah that's like it's really really complicated yeah and like some some of the app companies uh, and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus directly on this because I don't know what their updated policies are. Uh, but I know some companies were like, yeah, use our music. And then people are using their music and they were just going to claim them.
0: Like, uh, yeah, like part of their business model.
1: Just part of the business model. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll let you use the music. He's in got the- a
0: video on his channel about this, by the way.
1: Yeah. Or they'll just let you use it with the idea of changing their model later. Okay. Like, uh. hey, let's get all of these videos out there. And it's not just apps. Like sometimes people just do that in general. Hey, use our stuff and then like come back along months or years later, claim all that stuff. So you got to be careful.
0: Um, Renee Richie says some creators and and here's um, I've I've actually never heard of this. So this is awesome. Thank you right. for this. Um, he says some creators use the Studio Edit tool to cut out the call to action um, in terms of that recommendation for that next video in the series. This is what this is in reference to. Mm. But he says some creators use the Studio Edit tool to cut out the CTA at first and then undo it when the next video goes live. That's pretty awesome. I didn't even know that was available. Like I didn't I didn't even know you could do that. That that's uh, yeah that's pretty that's pretty awesome.
1: Do it. You can undo it. I didn't know you could it, undo, undo them.
0: Yeah, I did. I didn't know you could undo them that's awesome
1: wait yeah. Renee is that a new thing that you can undo
0: yeah I thought it was final like I thought when you when you I, cut them down that way yeah that's, that's pretty that's, that's pretty incredible awesome yeah, incredible you great. can undo
1: those I didn't know that
0: um, let's see here so next up on our list. Oh, she muted the song, so she doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I would, I would still shoot them an email though, just because it's important that you know that they know that the issue is there. Yeah. Plus, that might give you a little bit of information if they're like, "Yeah, we're running into this problem a lot with our music, so we recommend you don't use it or something weird like that." Then it would let you know what to do moving forward. But uh, just to say it, I mean, you should be using Creator Mix anyway. You know, I mean, that's what you should actually be using. So you know, there's that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and, so, and mistakes happen. Yeah, total, right. You might total. be able. You might contact them, and they and they're like, "Oh, we'll take care of it." And and yeah. then to take care of it. Like mistakes totally happen on all the platforms. Yeah. You know, it's just. It just- Part of the gig
0: life's a journey with melissa diane or melissa dame melissa diane um, says they do cooking content the goal of the channel is to find hey, a honey. to build a business all oh, we already did this one already okay um next up we're on number 3090 cruising all right so gardening with bear brown um says that they have been on youtube for a year or more they do gardening content the goal of the channel is to make extra income to hopefully go full-time to help others the question is i have a small channel over two thousand subscribers i started last january and i was wondering Should I start thinking about selling merch or wait to grow more? I'm in the partner program already. So um, when it comes to monetizing your channel, um, if you are like, if you're like, okay, I'm already in the partner program, I have 2000 subscribers now, I'm getting regular views on my videos. Should I monetize in other ways? My opinion on that is absolutely you should. And the reason for that is every video that you publish on your channel that is not monetized in additional ways, you know, like AdSense is one and then other ways on top of that, um, you're missing opportunities. Because the beauty of YouTube, one of the many beauties of YouTube, is that when you publish a video, if people respond well to it, that video is going to get views for years. Mm-hmm. So every video that you publish is a new content creator that that you're like waiting, like, hey, I'm going to wait and, and start, you know, doing these other forms of monetization until i reach like x amount of subscribers like in some cases it makes sense like the membership thing we talked about before but like you know when it comes to like merch and affiliate marketing and and making your own products things like that like if you start doing that when you have a smaller channel then what happens is as you start publishing more videos, you start having more and more videos on your channel that perform well, and that will continue to drive viewers. You know, Maybe it's 10 viewers a day, maybe it's a viewer a day, maybe it's 100 or 1,000 viewers a day, maybe it's a lot more than that per day, depending on you know, how good people respond to it. But those videos will drive viewers for years. And if you have additional monetization in place, every one of those videos that performs well and continues to get viewers over time, you're basically, you're, you're you're creating like a compounding situation of sorts to where those videos will continue to drive revenue and then every new one that you publish that continues to perform well, that's gonna drive revenue. And then it just starts like swelling over time. So what happens is as your YouTube channel grows, your income grows along with it, which is pretty amazing. So because of that, if you are in that situation where you're like, I got 2000 subs, getting regular views on my videos, I'm already in the partner program, what else can I do? Try try to find other ways to monetize and start putting it into into action, like right away. And then by doing that, you are going to accelerate the speed. For those of you that are wanting to do this as a side income or go full time or whatever, um, you're going to accelerate the pace that all of that is happening because you're, you're taking the right actions in order to make it possible. If you are not taking those actions, then you are reliant on ad revenue. And in order to make a lot of money with ad revenue, you need to be getting a lot of views. But in order to make a lot of money in other ways, you don't need to be getting a lot of views. So, um, so because of that, yes, I absolutely recommend that you, um, that you start thinking of, you know, additional ways that you can monetize. And here's the funny thing, right? Like in some cases you might have like a video that you make and you put links down in your video description for something that you're trying to bring attention to. And you publish that video and a month goes by and you're like, man, nobody bought anything. And then the next thing, you know, like three months down the road, you're like, Oh, I got a sale from this. Oh, another sale just came in. Whoa, another sale came in. Let me check what's going on here. And then you find out like, hey, I got three videos that aren't getting crushed, but they're doing okay. but they're in front of the right people that are buying stuff. And I'm starting to get like, you know, sales coming in on a regular basis now. And then it just keeps it just keeps going.
1: I have. And this is a funny thing. And those of you who make tutorials or any sort of evergreen content probably know. Well, not necessarily evergreen, but let's say you make a tutorial and then an update has happened, right? So it was. It was relevant for a long time, right? So like updates happen and like I've made videos where I upload the videos. They do okay, They do all right. And then as soon as they've made a change on the app or whatever it is I'm talking about and it's no longer relevant, that's where it does better. That's where it takes off like like (laughs) clockwork that happens to my channel. I have a a video. I have one tutorial uh, that has an affiliate link on it in my pinned comment down in the description. And that drives four, five, six affiliate sales a day, and it's completely out of date. Nice. Come, like, I, well,
0: it, what's the what's the uh, what's the pr- promotion?
1: Like, what's the thing? It's for Streamyard Mobile. Oh, okay. Nice. Completely out of date.
0: Nice. And nice.
1: And it's funny because they watch it, and but they still go and they 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 look, but it's like out of date. Nice. Yeah. It's I, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's the idea though, right? Like when you, you know, have it's a bunch ha- of videos yeah, it, and you, and you kind of, you know, you pad your archive with, uh, yeah. you know, with, with, uh, you know, things that people can buy, you know, people will, you know, make those purchases. Yeah, Especially I, I, if you're making content that like facilitate or not facilitate, but it, it leads to those purchases.
1: Yeah. I, I look at any of the videos, like they're just planting seeds, mm-hmm. you plant seeds and you water them. And sometimes they grow. Sometimes they grow a lot. Sometimes they grow later. You know,
0: And that question was actually asked by uh, Gardening with Bear Brown. So they get that reference. You get that, Yeah, right? they get the reference. You're, totally. pla-
1: you're planting seeds. Yeah. But it's the weirdest thing. It is. Like the more out of date some of these videos become. The, the more m-
0: lucrative they get.
1: <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. And it's funny. And like the comments are just on fire in those things. Like, dude, I don't have this. It doesn't. Mine doesn't look like that. And like i I just okay, well. Don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. This, this video is like three years old and it's been, the company's been bought and sold twice. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Next up,
0: uh, we've got uh, David Lerner Sports. David Lerner Sports, um, they do daily content. The goal of the channel is to Show my sports photography and videography and sports news. Um, The question is, do you have any tips for converting YouTube shorts views to YouTube videos? I'm worried about this because of watch time. So here's the thing when it comes to watch time, right, is people are going to interact with like your longer form content just like naturally on the platform anyway so yes it can be advantageous to you know do shorts so that you can get in front of new viewers there and some of those viewers can get recommended some of your long-form content and all that as well but like when it comes to like um you know converting like a shorts viewer into somebody that's watching your longer form videos um think about the experience that the viewer is having in the short shelf like i know for me I've followed people in YouTube shorts that I've ended up, because I'm like, hey, let me, like, I'm, let's say I'm like having coffee. And I'm like, okay, I've only got time to watch like a handful of shorts here um, because I'm, you know, doing something else. And then I'm like, hey, let me just kill some time watching content. So I'm watching a handful of shorts. I'm just going through them and I find somebody that's sharing something really cool. So then the, the typical thing that I'll do there is I'll click on their name before I subscribe just to make sure they're doing more content like that. I'll click on their name, which currently takes me to their shorts page. And then I'll look and then I'll just watch a handful of their shorts there. And I'll be like, okay, yeah, this is pretty cool stuff. And then I'll subscribe. Sometimes I'll go and I'll look at their long form to see what they're offering there. Um, but what happens then is since I'm watching the shorts content and I'm subscribing to those channels, then YouTube will also start recommending me some of the long form content as well. Like Kara is a great example of, um, that one. So I actually found her on TikTok and then, um, ended up finding her on shorts as well. And, um, on hers, then, you know, once I started engaging with her shorts, then they started showing me the long form content. So YouTube already has that in place. But the thing is when people are interacting with your shorts, then, um, um, if they're having that good response there, YouTube, you you know, can show them your long form content as well. But from there, it still comes down to you being able to get those people to click and actually come into the content, right? So because of that, um, you have to make sure that you're getting all of that sorted. But if you have all that sorted, then continue doing what it is that you're doing, continue making shorts, let people know, you know, hey, invite them to subscribe, let them know that you have content like that on the channel in terms of just subscribe for more. That's all you got to say. You don't have to go in this big, long thing because it's short form content. You just want to make it quick and snappy. Subscribe for more. That's it. Um, Or subscribe for more, fill in the blank, super quick. Um, And then, you know, you are encouraging them to subscribe for more content like that. So they might see more shorts. They might see long form content. They might see both. Um, So because of that, what you want to do is you just want to, you know, try to get that engagement in shorts and try to make just great, great content. Next up, we got Panzel. um they upload one time per week or more. They've been on YouTube for less than six months. Um, they have a gaming slash tech channel. The goal of the channel is to spread the good news of the gospel while giving honest tech reviews and being a cracked gamer. Um, the That's question mixed is. That's a bag there. That is. Um, do you believe comments are important for a channel to have for engagement, et cetera, trying to convince my mom to let me have comments on my videos. So when it comes to comments on your videos, it's important to know that, um, your comments do not impact the performance of your YouTube video. So there is not an algorithmic benefit to getting a lot of comments on your videos. What comments are great for is feedback on your videos. They're great for, you know, the community aspect of, you know, other people just having conversations with with each other in your comments. It's also great for just having people recommend things to you like, hey, could you make a video about this? Could you make a video about this? Or hey, you know, the thing you said in this video was wrong. Instead it's this, so then you can go look for that and then make a you know follow-up video or whatever. But like, you know, comments are great for you know you being able to engage with the people that are interacting with your content um, as well, plus the other things that I mentioned. Whereas if you're just uploading, uploading videos and you don't have the comments, then then it's just like a one-way conversation. But when you open up the comments, then it's a two-way conversation. And And you get to, you know, you get to interact back. So it's like, hey, you watch my video, you left a comment, these were your thoughts, and then I get to talk to you about the thoughts that you had in in my comment reply. But keep in mind, though, if your mom is trying to, you know, if she's controlling your YouTube channel and she doesn't want you to have comments on, to to her call. Listen to mom. Yeah. It's her call. She, you know, she, she knows what's up. So, um, so, you know, you might want to listen to that. And then, you know, once you get to the point where, uh, you know, where you're managing everything yourself, then at that point, you know, turn the comments on and and run with it from there. But, you know, for right now, you know, I'm going to guess that your mom probably has, you know, your best intentions in mind. So are your best, you know, interests in mind. Um, so because of that, I would just kind of follow her lead there and, um, and, and, and and go from there.
1: I want to say this too, because I see people talking about comments and likes and they're kind of confused confused uh, about that here's the thing nothing is going to save a bad video right there is nothing that's going to save a bad video if you if you upload a, a piece of content that people simply do not respond to the video itself right because you got to choose the right topic to begin with you got to get them to click but once they get in if the video is bad there's no saving it doesn't matter how many comments you have it doesn't matter how many likes you get a bad video is a bad video and a good video is still a good video you could turn off your comments, and you can go on YouTube and find videos with millions of views have turned off their comments. Mm. Right. You can turn off the comments and still have a banger video. Daniel right? Batal
0: in the house. Hey, Daniel. What's up, dude? I like, you're doing it, awesome.
1: It, it's about the video. Mm-hmm. It's about the topic. It's about the video. Yeah. So next up, we've got... Uh, Focus let's... on that. Focus on that. Don't get distracted by all these little things. Yep. Um, so
0: we have the channel name is Denise Smith Creative. Um, she does daily content. Um, she does it on a Mac. The type of channel is watercolor knowledge. The goal of the channel is tech about material supplies and watercolor knowledge. The question is: I was putting my channel in restricted mode as suggested, and so many of my videos are there. I only do family friendly. I'm confused what to do next. Okay, so here's the thing: if you put your if you put your account in restricted mode and you look at your channel, the videos that you see are not restricted. Okay, so the videos that are restricted will not show up when you're looking at your channel in restricted mode. So I think you're looking at that backwards. So, um, so if you have it in restricted mode and you look at your channel and you see a lot of videos, that's a good thing. Um, if you look at your channel and like all of your videos or most of your videos are not showing up, that's where you have to get concerned. But, um, but, but if you are looking at it and you see your videos there, then then you're fine. Um, let's see here next up on our list, we have, uh, real watch this real, watch this does funny, uh, mixed with crime. The goal of the channel is monetization. And the question is please look at my channel and give your opinion, um, of your first, uh, your first impression, please. And thank you. So we do, um, we have specialized streams that we do for that. This stream is a Q and a stream, a question and answer stream. Um, so we are, are not pulling up channels during, uh, during this stream. So make sure you check into one of the ones where we are looking at channels. Um, How we got here. Genealogy says that they do family history content. Um, The goal of the channel is to help people connect with history through discovering their family's own history. The question is, is uh, what is better for a channel, a Facebook page or a group? I currently have a page to promote the channel. Should I get a group for more community interaction? Um, So this kind of depends on what you want to do and what you want to manage. So when it comes to the groups, um, as you can see, you know, when it comes to the groups like, Um, It's definitely more of like a community thing, because then you have a group of people that are all interacting with each other um, versus a page where it's more about like they're interacting with you. And it kind of stops there outside of, you know, maybe they're replying to some other comments or whatever. But like on a in a group, people are able to post things, ask questions, you know, and all of that. So it definitely creates more of a community experience in a Facebook group compared to a page Um, with what it is that you do and the audience that you are going after. um, I would probably do a Facebook group um, and I would do that group for that sake of just creating that environment where, you know, it's all people that are interested in the things that you are. And then by doing that, you're going to really get to deeply know the nuance of you know of, of what what it is that they think about what it is that you're doing not in terms of like hey I think this video would be better if you did this but in terms of the questions that they ask and the things that they care about and the you know the things that they are specifically asking you and asking each other and all that like you can really learn a lot from having that type of community so um, in that particular case I would say a Facebook group would be um, my preference in that scenario but again you know in in that case it does give you additional things that you have to do so so, you know, when you have the Facebook page, you can just post there and just like walk away. Um, but when it comes to the groups, you know, more interaction is is typically, you know, uh, needed there. So because of that, either doing it yourself or, you know, if you hire somebody to help or something like that, um, just to make sure that everything stays clean and the direction or the, the group keeps moving in the direction that you want it to and all of that um, is, the, is the move there.
1: I want to tackle this one out of the chat while you're pulling up the next yeah yeah so tommy jack by all means tommy jack music because we've just had so many music channels today Uh, because this one's really easy um and i know he knows the channel says hey i have a music reaction channel that has thirteen thousand subscribers however i'm also a musician and i want to start making videos on making music are they too different from one another or to have one channel one word for it two words almost said one word (laughs) rick beato go look for sure you know who rick beato is if not Go to YouTube, type in Rick Beato, and look what he does. He does exactly that. He does reaction to music, and he teaches people about music as well. So if, if Rick- so,
0: one thing to think about there really quick is um, if you are going to be following that lead. Um, When it comes to like teaching people about music versus people watching reactions on it. Well, he does um, it in a way where he teaches
1: That's what I was about to say. Right, right. Yeah,
0: so those are, you know, different types of people. So um, the thing that you wanna make sure that you're doing is if you are doing reactions to music, you wanna make sure that you're doing reactions in a way that it would resonate with a musician. Right. So instead of just being like, yeah, this is great, they did this or whatever, you would actually talk about the technicalities of the music and things that people could, you know, get information from yeah and you can easily Um,
1: change change that so if you're reacting one way and you want to start getting into teaching just change how you react yeah react from a teacher's perspective right and then talk about the chord changes talk about you know whatever it is that they did that impressed you from a technical standpoint
0: yep 30 day reviews uh thank you for the super chat chat. says um it's been a long time since i made it to a stream good to see you both together um here is some money for m&ms hope you are both doing good hope you're doing awesome as well man man. thank Thank you
1: for that appreciate it I Man, I haven't had
0: M&Ms in a really long time. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's throw them under the bus. No, I'm just kidding. M&Ms. <laughs> yeah, we reached out to M&Ms.
1: We reached out to so,
0: so, uh so the um so the next one here is Healing Resonance. Um Healing Resonance music says Music Channel.
1: Got to be a Music Channel.
0: Meditation and Healing. Told you. The goal of the channel is to help people and hopefully get monetized. The question is, um, I started my channel last April, and it's off to a really good start. Um, I was being recommended via the bigger recommendation channels and getting a decent reach by YouTube. Ever since the end of last year, my views have dropped dramatically, and my reach numbers are pretty much non-existent. I am having trouble understanding why, since my video quality is much better um, from the experience I've gotten, and my SEO has improved. That could be the problem. Um, here, We'll talk about that here in just a second. But it says, my shorts started out well, but now their reach has died as well well. The majority of views I still get are from Canada only. Just a bit frustrated. Um, any help you could um, give would be appreciated. So um, when it comes to your SEO getting better, um, this might be where everything fell apart. So
1: when it comes... Funny how this works. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. So so the, the nuance of the question, your answer actually lies in that question. So, or it could, like, the, like you need to look into this part. So here we go. So one of the things that you mentioned here is I was being recommended via the bigger meditation channels and getting a decent reach by YouTube. Okay. That was like the first thing that you mentioned. And then later in your question, you say, I'm having trouble understanding why, since my video quality is much better from the experience I've gotten, uh, or in the experience I've gotten, and my SEO has improved. So what you're doing is you were getting recommendation traffic, which is where a majority of the viewership comes from on YouTube. Now you're optimizing your videos for search. See what's happening there. So basically in the past you were tapping into YouTube's recommendation features and you were optimizing for that either intentionally or not. You were, you were connecting yourself essentially to the bigger channels through recommendations. So, you know, you were getting those suggested views from them and that was driving those views and driving the channel. Now, what you've done is you've put your focus on trying to get your videos to rank in YouTube search, which is like 30% of the traffic on YouTube.
1: So to be clear, SEO, search engine search and optimization, optimization. Yeah. right. The yeah. more you optimize for that, the yeah. more into search you're going to go. Right. So, of course, you know,
0: if you optimize for search, you know, you can also get recommended as well. But the idea is, you know, you've kind of doubled down from what you're saying here, um, you know, that your search, your SEO is improved. So what could be happening is that you, instead of putting your content together in the way that worked best in the recommendation system, you've now changed how you're doing things and you're targeting YouTube search with your content instead of you know trying to perform just better in youtube recommendations so because of that um, i would encourage you to try to unlearn some of you know what you've learned in terms of targeting and start thinking to yourself like okay with these older videos how was I writing the titles there what was I doing you know with these um, to where you know my SEO wasn't there but I was getting the traffic from these larger meditation channels and then start repeating what you were doing at that point and then you know and then track everything and see if that ends up making the difference or not um, what you're dealing with right now is a really common problem on YouTube because one thing that one thing that you find, um, especially if you're hanging out in like groups with like other like new YouTubers, is you'll find people put this humongous emphasis on YouTube search. Now, a few disclaimers or a quick disclaimer I want to say is that YouTube search is great for, you know, getting initial activity on a channel because you are essentially targeting a search result. And when people are looking for that search result, they're a perfect candidate for your video. And as long as they click on your video and enjoy it, it starts teaching YouTube that people, you know, that type of person enjoys your video. So that's a good start. But when it comes to scaling things. Search is a great stable traffic source, but the quick growth comes from recommendation features. So because of that, in your case, I would actually do less SEO and I would do more of what you were doing before because that was the stuff that was actually working compared. Yeah, you tapped into it. You were doing it. You didn't know it. You you were doing it. You were doing it
1: without thinking about it. You naturally figured it out. Right. And then
0: and then what you did is you took that and then you started pointing it in this other direction. And then since you started pointing in this other direction, it kind of you know kind of broke what was going on there so i would definitely you know go back in the other direction um if you uh you know if you can
1: yep so uh let's super see chat. here next up oh okay go ahead deep uh, science-based fitness says hey guys you should make a Bros shirt where you knock off super mario brothers oh, i good. would buy it either way good stream oh, thank nice. you nice
0: nice yeah it's good it's good might have some copyright things there maybe i don't know
1: Yeah, well, from the one place that I won't mention because they sponsor you, they would definitely have a problem with it. Yeah, I
0: think you kind of just mentioned it, but yeah. Well, I did So uh, Believe in the Magic says that um, they do Disney content, uh, regular vlogs. The goal of the channel is to help um, me with college and to just keep me busy. The question is, what makes a thumbnail pop? Text a certain photo, what is it? Um, It is where it helps people that you're trying to reach identify that it's something they care about, and there's a clear focal point. Of course, color. Colors, contrast, things like that, saturation, all those things can help it like pop visually. But in terms of what's most important, a lot of people think that you have to have text. You do not. A lot of people think that you have to have a face in your thumbnail. You do not. Um, It all comes down to the type of content that you're making. In your case, you're doing Disney content. So of course, you would want to use like Disney things that people would identify, you know, that are interested in Disney content. That's the kind of things that you would want to use there um, instead of um um instead of uh you know just kind of filling it up with text and kind of obscuring you know the disney uh type imagery
1: how did we not think of super nim bros yeah it's good how did we not think about yeah,
0: that i don't know i don't know because i know we that's had the good, thing though.
1: one and thing two mm-hmm. shelly made those yeah which was amazing
0: hey we got to wear those next time we uh stream
1: yeah how, how did we not think about super nim bros that's so good yeah
0: Tylene's visual says that um, they have been on YouTube for one year or more. Um, they have a how to channel. The goal of the channel is to reach as many audiences as possible. The question is, how um, can we get more views? I'm averaging 200 views per video, but I want to take it higher. Subscribers is not really what I'm concerned about right now. Use your analytics to learn how people are responding to your videos. Take that information to help you. And apply it to the new videos that you are uploading in order to learn how to over time make better videos for the people that are interacting with your content Um, as a part of that the video topics you know the actual things that you're talking about the consistency on your channel in terms of consistently putting out content that consistently targets a certain type of viewer um, is also something that's very helpful for growing a YouTube channel. Um, in addition to that, making sure that you know, your thumbnails and titles are clear, making sure that they're compelling, um, making sure that you know when you are using your stats and your audience retention in your videos, that you're making sure that you know, people are having a good experience with your content, make sure that you're getting as many people as possible to the end of your videos, make sure that you are you know making it possible for people to click on additional content from the actual video watch, page itself through your end screens cards and pinned comments those types of things but at the end of the day um it's going to come down to your videos and how people are responding to those videos the viewers determine everything yeah. so you know like we can put out the best like we could we could spend a month making a video putting and together we could the think, best
1: video and hire a pro videographer yeah. and an editor yep. and do all the stuff and a graphic designer and spend thousands of dollars putting this together and it completely tanks.
0: Yep. If the viewers don't think it good, think it's good. The people yeah. that YouTube is showing it to, if they don't, if they don't respond well to it, then it's a waste.
1: Think about this: How many times have you watched something? I don't know. Maybe it's on Netflix or something, and you you get into it. You're like five or ten minutes in, and you're like, "This is crap. Right. This is terrible. Yeah. Just poor. This is terrible acting. The editing is bad. Yeah, whatever. This end up on Netflix. How in yeah. the world is this on Netflix? Right. So you can have all of the, the best intentions, the crew, the budget, have all of that stuff. And it still just not do well Yeah, or great movies. Well, what you think is going to be a good movie, but it has just terrible reviews. Yeah. You know, that happens, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Stick Shop
0: says, thank you, fam. Very helpful content. Um, how do you opt for the recommendations? Is it possible
1: to reverse
0: course? Still in stagnant place? Stay up. Thank you for the super chat. Um, when it comes to um, you know opting for the recommendations, it's not necessarily that you opt for them. It's just that you run your brain through a process of, like okay, if I'm putting together a thumbnail and a title and a video idea, then what I have to do is I have to think to myself, okay, if the people that I'm trying to reach with this content were to see this on their homepage when they were logging in to watch one of D's videos or to watch one of your videos, then then what about this would cause the people that I'm trying to reach to say, oh, I want to I, I want to check this out or I need to check this out, right? for me. Yeah, and yeah. and and by doing that and just thinking through that process and defining everything. So it's like, okay, with this thumbnail, what's going to help people identify that it's something they care about, right? So if you're making food videos, then having food in your thumbnail would be, you know, one of those things. If you're making car videos, having a car in your in your thumbnail would be one of those things. If you're making crafting videos, having, you know, a th- whatever it is that you're, you know, showing people how to make, that would be, you know, the thing that you would focus on in your thumbnail. If you're doing real estate videos, having houses in your thumbnails, um, you know, just making sure that you are matching, like if somebody was logging onto YouTube thinking about your content because you know they've been watching other content like it, how could you help them identify that your content's about something they care about? So for example, um, I've been watching a lot of you know music tutorials, learning how to you know learn you know like they're, you know learning how to use like Logic Pro. So because of that, you know YouTube is recommending me all these you know music channels. And one of the things that you know helps is you know some of them will show um, interfaces that I already use in their thumbnails. So since I use it on a regular basis and I see it in a thumbnail, my brain already makes that connection. It doesn't take any effort on my part, but my brain makes that connection that, hey, this is about something that I've been, you know, that I'm interested in. And then that just grabs my attention. That's it. It doesn't make me click on it and say, oh, this is the one I'm going to watch. It just grabs my attention. I'm like, oh, what is this? I read the title. And then if the title is something that is interesting or I think that, you know, that would help me in some way, then then I'll click on it and I'll watch the video. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, recommendation, it just comes down to like, okay. The people that I'm trying to reach, what do they care about? What do they love? What do they hate? Um, you know, how can I how can I use what I know about my audience to help them identify and about them and what it is they care about to help them identify that my content's something that they are interested in or could be interested in? And then from there, once they are stopping and looking at my title, how do I compel them to click on it? And then once they do, how can I give them the best possible experience?
1: One of the best things that you can do in I used to do this a lot is I would just pay attention and be very mindful about how I consumed content on YouTube. So, you know, it's not when you're searching for something necessarily, but just open up YouTube and just start scrolling around and see what YouTube recommends you and then see what catches your attention and look at their titles, look at their thumbnails, what it is about, what is it about this title that caught my attention? They figured out how to craft that video to speak directly to you there you are their target audience and youtube has figured that out Mm -hmm. right if you're not subscribed to this person and they're just recommending a video to you youtube thinks that you're going to be interested in that video and if it caught your attention they were right right so look at the title then go and look at their channel okay well this one video caught my attention do their other videos catch my eye as well look at what they're doing and see how you can apply that to your niche whatever that is
0: ronnie's ramble says can't send my message in the super chat for some reason so it's following in a comment um, so let me look for that comment here really quick and i find down.
1: myself clicking on weird stuff like really weird thumbnails sometimes where like I'll, I'll like something will catch my eye and i'll think to myself because I, I try to be mindful of mm-hmm. it and i catch myself I'm like why in the world did you click on that and sometimes i click on stuff that's just the exact opposite of what you think we should be making mm. right sometimes it's the sometimes the way it loads up it's like it's 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 the opposite like everything else will be like bright and colorful with like silly youtube faces and it ends it's just like
0: a black thumbnail with like a face on it yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: it will just like th- 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 just the absolute opposite mm-hmm. of everyone else's and i'm like you got my attention Nope. Yep. you had me at hello All right shh yeah, so annoying. Ronnie Dramble says it's the message
0: in the comment following my super chat. See any filter words. I don't know. So I think his message isn't coming through. So if there is a word, like if you're using like the word subscriber or something like that, it might not come through, uh, Ronnie. So you might just want to, you just might just want to shoot me a message, um, on Facebook. Hold on. You got a uh, channel member says thanks for the tough but great review Thursday. Welcome my pleasure. My pleasure. To the Nimanati, uh, Rainbow, Rainbow, uh, Rainbow. Welcome to the Nimanati. Make sure when you get the chance, you go to niminvip.com It's going to redirect you to Membersamp, which is the service that we use to uh, manage the channel memberships. Make sure you connect there if you're interested in joining the Facebook group. There's going to be an option for that in there as well. So just click that and then connect, and then there's going to be a link that will show up. Go to that Facebook group and then fill out the information so that I can say they're in Membersamp. They're here in Facebook, so I can make that connection there. Um, and then I'll let you in as soon as we, um, as soon as we're done with the
1: stream here. Regarding recommendations, Jerry says, YouTube knows us better than we yeah, do. it seems that way sometimes. Not all really the does. time, but a lot of the times they do, especially when it comes to like, nice. We've, we, we know this. We know when it comes to bears. Yeah. YouTube knows. It, it doesn't matter. Like, it could be like 4 a.m., it could be 8 a.m., it could be just a weird, I could be at Starbucks by myself or whatever. And YouTube's like, I bet D will click on a video of this bear. This random bear video that has nothing to do with anything he's watched in the past month. Let's just throw, a, let's throw another bear at him because he clicked on one, two months ago and every single time without fail- You watch the right, bear. They're right. It's nice. YouTube knows I'm gonna watch the bear every mm-hmm. single time. What I'm surprised is that they don't show me bears all the time. Mm. They understand the cadence, mm. right? Like whatever algorithms <laughs> figure that out, they know, okay, well, here's D. He occasionally watches the bear videos we throw him. But we don't want to throw him too many bear videos because he might not watch him. But we know if we throw him occasionally, he will watch He can't can't not watch it. He can't not watch (laughs) it. He'll watch it to the end. To the end. 100% watch time on that. Every single time without fail.
0: So uh, really quick, uh, Cold Gaming says, um, (laughs) I think the next step I need to take is upgrading my audio. Is there a filter you recommend? I use Adobe Enhanced Speech, which works great, but it makes my voice sound lower and more monotone. So um, one thing that you can do, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve with this, but you can use, um, if you're on a computer, um, there's a free tool you can use called Audacity that has an equalizer into it. It has like noise suppression. It's got all kinds of help. Helpful um, tools that Take you can breath. use to um, to EQ your voice and to actually process your voice to make it sound good. Another thing you could do is you could have Adobe enhance make it sound good, and then you could actually download it from there, and then you could load it up in Audacity, and then you could make some EQ adjustments to it in there to you know kind of bring back you know some of the parts that maybe you're not happy with. Um, and there's also tools like um, I think it's Afonic, I think it is that Alphonic. yeah, Afonic um, yeah. that that you know can do some of that um, as well.
1: So just now, said more butter. Says, have you seen a shaved bear? They're scary. See, I'm not falling for that trick because <laughs> if I go into YouTube and I type in Sh- uh, shaved bear, YouTube's gonna go, okay. Nice. And then I'm gonna see shaved bears for the
0: next four weeks. So um, on that note, I want to thank everybody for hanging out here. D another awesome stream. Um, you know it was fantastic uh, as always, today man. as always. Yeah. So um, thank you everybody for hanging out. If you are a new content creator, I do want to remind you that you know as we say all this stuff during these live streams, you know um, uh, you know some of it can be like you know man, it sounds like a lot of stuff I have to do, and you do. You know I mean it's you know it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would have you you know huge YouTube channels. Um, so you know it definitely you know does take some work, but I do want to let you know that it's just a learning curve. So just like anything else that you would learn. If you're trying to learn how to play the piano, trying to learn how to code, if you're trying to, you know, learn how to get fit at the gym, you know, when you first start out, you kind of fumble around and then you start, things start making more sense. And the next thing you know, you're like fit or you can play the piano or you can, you know, do the thing. So YouTube is the same. It's just a learning curve that you have to embrace. So just embrace the part of like, you know, figuring things out, you know, learning the, backside of youtube in terms of your analytics learning more about your audience learning how to craft better videos and all that and and you'll be fine um and thank you so much everybody yeah get get your your reps reps in yeah yeah. get out there and lose some battles (laughs) yeah (laughs) no that really yeah get out there and get punched in the face a few times (laughs) in terms of the videos that you publish i mean that's how you get there right yeah yeah so um yeah get in the ring and do some rounds So, um, so yeah, so thank you everybody so much for hanging out. Um, hope you learned something today. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out. We'll be here next Saturday at um, 9 a.m. Eastern and, um, have a great rest of your weekend and we'll see you next time.
1: Oh, we got a super chat. Thank you for the super sticker. Super sticker.
0: Thank you, Chi town. Chai. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend, everybody.